Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to your favorite podcast in the whole world, Jedi Eternal, a Star Wars podcast. Guess what? It is episode 80. Hey. We have finally, finally broken through the 70s and just came triumphantly into the 80s here. Very triumphant. Uh, so we're excited to be here today. It's been a second, but uh, hey, this is actually our second week in a row, so we're doing pretty good right now. <laughs> This is the best we've done in, I know. in months, so I yeah. know you're all very proud of us. Anyway, so, the, of course, I am one of your co-hosts, Braxton Taylor, alongside Andrew. I have nothing funny to say this week, Bowen. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. It's been a while, a couple of days, so I'll just, I'm just not going to say anything funny. So, um, but you yeah, just, we're excited. Yeah. So, I don't know. Anything funny to say on your end, I guess? <laughs> um... No, 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 not really. Uh, we're just not so, very funny this week. No, we're not. We're not. <laughs> but what I do want to say is, you know, we just we just finished uh, the Kenobi series. Yes, it's over. Yes. It's done. Yes. The Obi Wan Kenobi series that we waited so long for and talked it's, about. It's, it's finished. It is finished. It is finished day. And so, of course, with that comes a lot of uh, uh, thoughts that we're yeah. going to share with you guys yeah. today. We're going to be talking a lot about uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, what we thought of it, especially the finale, and also uh, what we think happens from here. You know, right, it, right. Is there a, will there be a season two? Should there be a season two? We'll get into all mm -hmm. of that stuff. But, um, but yeah, it's kind of a weird, weird time it's for weird, me. Yeah. <laughs> because again, like it's something, you know, we talked about it for a long time. This was, there was nothing more exciting to us right in star wars and the idea of getting this show so after and that so, you know <laughs> yeah and so now you know we'll talk if, if do we feel like it met expectations and all of that but yeah we'll get but what's funny that. is yeah. we talked about this for a moment before we started but that mm -hmm. of all the shows we've done so far this it was this one <laughs> that we never actually got to get together and watch so sad so sad. We didn't yeah. get to see a single one of these episodes together. <laughs> it's not, and, and it's the one that we've talked about forever. Yeah, which is so funny. And, but anyway, and you know, we we share such a love for the prequels and for these characters, and so it, yeah, it was really really weird that we didn't get to watch any of those. And the reason for that yeah. is because uh, you know Disney Plus decided to change their their day they release these episodes. It used to be on Fridays, which mm -hmm. worked out really great for us oh, to yeah. get together yeah. and and as soon as we would watch watch it we would come into the uh the studio and then record well now um we it's on a wednesday in the middle mm -hmm. of the week and nice midweek yeah like evening it, like it does not work for us no. anymore to do that and so uh, we have obligations and things so um we we can't do it and so it's really it's really a shame though um because i think i do think no matter what I thought of this series, and we'll get into all of that, I do think it would have taken it up one more notch had uh, we yeah, been together yeah. watching this series. Especially but, the finale. but Especially the finale. And we'll get into why that is. And we'll get but, into that, yeah. Uh, so, like I said, we don't want to uh, bore you with the details here, but we do always want to mention at least once before we get into our main segments each week when we do the podcast, and that is we have a Patreon, and with that Patreon, we only have one tier at, the at this moment, uh, which is $5 a month, and with that comes several things. Of course, if you uh, you do subscribe to that and become one of our patrons, you will get instantaneous access to anything that we post 
uh, i.e. our podcast, our Jedi Eternal podcast, our Let's Play episodes as soon as they are uploaded. So you do not have to wait for the Saturdays uh, that, for them to be uploaded. Secondarily, become a producer of Jedi Eternal and, of course, uh, over over the patron side of it as well, or Patreon side of it as well, which, uh, you know, you guys get to help us make some decisions. Where, where do you want us to go? What was some stuff you want us to see? So you get to have a direct say in that. And last but not least, uh, what we're actually going to be doing after this episode today is you get access to a Patreon exclusive yeah. podcast called And Other Stuff, where Andrew and I just uh, jabber on about whatever hey, we want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we have a lot of fun in that. And, we and do, again, yeah. this is, you get kind of a uh, more personal look into our lives. We get a little more just personal with with uh, everything going on with us. And uh, not, it, again, it's not just about Star Wars, it's about a lot of things. Right. Even Star Wars does get entered <laughs> into the conversation. Every once but, in a while. Yeah. But we do, we do have a good time there. Uh, we do talk a lot about. Uh, video games mm. and movies, TV. Um, that's usually what you'll find us talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but you never know. You never know. It could be anything. Could and be and anything. a lot of times, if you guys are um, paying that five dollars to be a producer, you can request yes. uh, for us to talk on something. And we did get a request for this past oh, week did that we, we will. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 We did get one. We did get one. So you're gonna okay. have to <laughs> you have to look at that before okay. we do it. But. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right so anyway um like i said so we don't want to take this too long but at the end of uh also like i said becoming a producer of our podcast and a uh, subscriber to our patreon we also do shout you out every single episode of jedi eternal yeah. and so we are going to go ahead and have drew list off our current patrons yes give a big shout out to the one and only josh and birkinshaw also yeah. known as jb uh tara bolin which tara. is my beautiful wife uh grace and david gill yeah. alex mason yeah. jay camdar and jenna evans Let's go. again we thank you all so very much for your support it means the world to us it truly does we're so thankful for all the things that you guys do for us and sticking with us but one of those things of course you stick with is jedi eternal not just the patreon um there's a vast majority of you guys who do this rather than patreon so we want to go ahead and just jump right into what you all know and love so our first news piece for this week is that high republic convergence uh, has its cover and its synopsis revealed. So as uh, those of you who may be aware or may not be aware, uh, the phase one of uh, High Republic has come to an end, and now they are booting up phase two, which, as we know, kind of goes back in time, a bit of a prequel, which is kind of an interesting choice. But High Republic Convergence, which, and in, in Andrew, correct me if I'm wrong, is one of the first books, correct, that's coming out? Yes, this will be the first adult <laughs> novel of phase two. Right, and so they just dropped the cover for it and the synopsis. So we're going to get a little interesting sneak peek into what this uh, new new phase is going to hold for us. So, Drew, what do you got on that? Yeah, so... Um, this we we got the cover um you can check that out um basically uh, anywhere we could also post it i don't know if we posted it yeah, on our social media we, have, yeah. we probably can though um we can post that for you guys so you can see it uh so you can check it out on jedi eternal when you're listening to this yes um but again it's convergence this is um written by zareda cordova um she is a relatively new star wars author she has written um, at least one other Star Wars book, but mm. I do not believe she has written in the High Republic yet. At least I don't think so. Gotcha. Um, but she, uh, the, the the interesting thing about um 
this also that we learned is that uh, it was originally slated for release on October 4th, but now it is coming on November 15th. Oh, so they did push it back. Um, I think it was so, a graphics issue, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, we do have um, a synopsis here that I can read to you guys. So it says... Um, it is an age of exploration. Jedi travel the galaxy, expanding their understanding of the Force and all the worlds and beings connected by it. Meanwhile, the Republic, led by its two chancellors, mm. works to unite worlds in an ever-growing community among near and distant stars. On the close-orbiting planets of Urim and Arono, the growing pains of a galaxy with limited resources... But unlimited ambition are felt keenly. Their hatred for each other has fueled half a decade of escalating conflict and now threatens to consume surrounding systems. The last hope for peace emerges when heirs from the two planets' royal families plan to marry. Romeo and Juliet. Yes. Before <laughs> lasting peace can be established, an assassination attempt targeting the couple tilts Irem and Nerono back into all-out war. To save both worlds, Jedi Knight Gela Natai volunteers to uncover the culprit, while Chancellor Kyong appoints her son, Axel Greylark, to represent the Republic's interest in the investigation. But Axel's deep distrust of the Jedi sparks against Gela's faith in Force. She's never met such a puffed-up, privileged party boy, and he's <laughs> never met a more self-serious, relentless do-gooder. The more they work to untangle the shadowy web of the investigation, the more complicated the conspiracy appears to be. With accusations flying and potential enemies in every shadow, the pair will have to work together to have any hope of bringing the truth to light and saving both worlds. Hmm, that's interesting. So, you know, and again, this is something I think we said when they first came out with the Higher Public Phase 1, but I kind of have to reiterate on this one, too. And like I said, it is a concern, but they clearly did it well on, on the first phase. But my point is is that this, I'm reading this, like, my thing is, like, why do I care? What does this have to do with anything that we're doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, what mm -hmm. we've read thus far. Why am I going to be invested in this? Mm -hmm. And so they're going to have something to prove, for sure, whenever they come into this to yes. put people in. So here's the, the next twist to all of this that I'm going to throw in here. Um now we we've known about phase two for a while we've known that they're going back in time even further which was of course an interesting decision um right. but here is what's really interesting is that we've had all of wave one announced and now we've even seen wave two um but wave two is all we're getting we're not getting a wave three like we did in Oh really? I didn't realize that. Apparently. And the reason is they they announced the final um, novel for they, they actually call it the thrilling conclusion to phase two hmm. is Path of Vengeance by Kevin Scott, hmm. which is a young adult novel. Yeah, um, I remember I remember you saying that like that it was just an interesting choice that that's how they would end it with a young adult novel. Like yeah, that. and so what's so yeah. Here's what's weird. What we learned with the first phase of the High Republic is you would get an adult novel. The adult novel was kind of like the centerpiece, right? Um, and then you would get a young adult novel and a middle grade novel and a comic issue uh, or a comic series that was – they were all – like supplemental to the to the main adult novel, right? They were mm -hmm. all like, um, they would they would complement it, but they weren't the the main set piece of of the series, if that makes sense. It's the best way right, I can think right. to put it. Yeah. Um, 
this seems to be shaking all of that up. And so now I'm confused yeah. on really how this is going to work. And, I, and and maybe I won't know until I read it because wave one of phase two is going to start with Path of Deceit, mm-hmm. which is a young adult novel. Right. So it's, so it's starting gonna, with that. Yeah, it's going to start with the young adult. And it's going right. to end with the young adult, which is interesting. So it's starting with that. And uh, next is the middle grade novel. And then last in wave one is mm. the adult novel. So that makes me wonder, so is Path of Deceit the main plot of this of this phase? Is the yeah. young adult novels the main plot of this phase instead of the adult novels this time? It's I mean, a good I don't question. Know. Yeah, I don't know. And and I it, it'll be interesting to see um, how that works. And and I and I I hesitate to say they'll officially ever make um, like this is the one because they want everybody to read everything and they want it all to feel yeah, important. So they don't really yeah. want to label it that way. Yeah. But I think it was very clear that the adult novels in the first phase were the the <laughs> right. main story. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and everything yeah. else was complemented that. Exactly. And so. Again, we'll have to jump into Path of Deceit and, and see what it is and see if it feels like it. But yeah, then when we get Wave 2, we again, we get a, an adult novel. It starts with an adult novel in, in Wave 2. Mm, okay. But it ends yeah. with the conclusion of Phase 2, they're saying. So <laughs> right. not just saying, I mean, they're calling it the conclusion, right? Right. Uh, with Path of Vengeance. So um, Definitely an interesting choice for sure. And, and, and Wave 2, those come out April 4th, 2023. Um, the that's the adult and um, uh, middle grade novel both come out April fourth, twenty twenty three, and then the conclusion, uh, Path of Vengeance, will be May second, twenty twenty three. And Kevin Scott did a fantastic job um, writing in the High Republic mm-hmm. with the second adult novel yeah. uh, specifically. He did such a fantastic job with that, so I'm really excited to see what he does here. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of really great writers in, oh, yeah. in, in oh, Wave, yeah, or, excuse me, Phase 1. But Kevin Scott, yeah, he really stuck out to me as well. Like, I'm like I was really impressed with his work. Um, yeah, um, he did a great job. Yeah, so anyway, so the long, long story short, there's a lot to uh, be excited about. Again, an interesting approach, but uh, if you have, if you had any uh, love for the first phase, I'm, I'm sure we're going to get some good stuff in Phase 2, so... Yeah, so yeah, we'll, we'll just have to see. Um, you know, it does. It really does seem to be uh, implicating that the young adult novels here will be the the main ones this time. So right. we'll just have to. We'll let you guys know. Of course, I'll I'll be reading these day one, and uh, you, you can come back here for our thoughts on it, reviews, all that stuff. And, oh, and yeah. who knows, Braxton might even um, read them too. Uh, uh, that's the plan. That's because the plan. you're caught up. Right? Yeah, I'm so caught up. You're caught up on on uh, the higher mm-hmm. public. So that's true. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take us off, Drew. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> I always love it. Like we get, like we talk for so long, we don't know who's doing it, and yeah. we're just sitting there looking at each other. I'm like, it's your turn. I couldn't remember <laughs> at all. Uh, yeah. So our next news story here is Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic Two can't be completed Uh-oh. on the Nintendo Switch due to game breaking bug. Imagine that. So, <laughs> uh, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic Two: The Sith Lords. Um, has always been kind of notorious for being a game that, you know, followed up on a legend. Uh, you know, the, the original Night's of the Republic is, is a, such a loved game. Mm-hmm. And this one was either hit or miss for fans. There were some fans yeah, that loved yeah. it, they adored it, there were other fans that didn't. And a, a big um, problem 
if you want to call it that, was that you know the original the original game was made by Bioware, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the same ones that made Mass Effect, um, and there was something else I was going to bring up, but it doesn't matter. Um, and then the second game was not made by Bioware; it was made by Obsidian. Mm-hmm. And as some of you may know, Obsidian is known to kind of like follow up on on games that didn't get a sequel. For example, right, right. Fallout 3 um, was made by Bethesda, and then Obsidian jumped in and made Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Because people wanted more of, of Fallout. They wanted uh, similar to Fallout 3. Bethesda had moved on to um, Skyrim, mm-hmm. and so they had brought in Obsidian to... And Obsidian basically uh, upgraded some different things but kept the same style. Um, Which, ironically, kind of like correlates what you said about KOTOR 2, right? Exactly. Is it like with New Vegas, people either loved it yeah, or they hated it. it or hated yeah. it. Yeah, so Obsidian <laughs> is known to do this. This is, yeah, not, this yeah. is nothing new. Um but what we're talking about here today specifically is not necessarily oh actually i wanted to say one more thing about that the the, kotor 2 also they were kind of in a rush to get it released and so it it was released um somewhat unfinished there was Mm. a a like complete edition that that fans kind of brought back together and, and completed the game that is considered to be the best version of the game and that is actually going to eventually be coming to the Switch version, which I think is cool oh, really? that they're okay. going to do that. That's cool. Yeah. So that's actually going to – it's not yet, but it is something they're adding. So what we're talking about here today, though, is that it was released on the Nintendo Switch. And come to find out, there is a game-breaking bug that is preventing players <laughs> from being able to progress and finish the story. And um, – so the developer uh, reached out. Uh, so after people were saying, hey, like we can't even finish this game, the developers then made a statement on Twitter saying that um, they're aware there's currently no way to finish the game, um, <laughs> apologized for the inconvenience, and noted its, noted its team was working on delivering a patch as soon as possible. So TBD. <laughs> so um, just right off the bat, Braxton, what's your thoughts on that? You know, that's, okay, so, uh, shameless plug, but I think it was one or two episodes ago in our And Other Stuff, that was actually one of our, one of the topics that I had brought up, is that it's kind of like the state of gaming recently, or of the past, uh, gosh, I don't know, um, the past, I don't know, however long, right? But for a while now, it feels like people just, these games uh, developers and these, these publishers and stuff are just pushing out these unfinished games or pushing out things that that will will we'll give you a product so we can help our base numbers and then as it goes we'll work on it from there and you know again unfortunately it just kind of feels like how this one was uh too i mean you, you, when there's something so big where you can't even finish the game that doesn't really bode well for you for for people's faith in the company or faith in the game itself and people can get a bad taste in their mouth for sure when it comes to that kind of stuff you know Right. So this is being developed by Aspire. Mm-hmm. And what is, uh, I think, the most important thing to note about this is that Aspire is also the developer of the Knights of the Old Republic remake. Exactly. Now, yeah. 
that being said, I would assume there's probably uh, they probably have multiple teams. Mm-hmm. I don't even know that this team is the one that's even working on the remake. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they they could have different whole different people working on these. But what I will say is this does concern me a little bit that mm-hmm. the people um, who are making a complete remake of yeah. Nice Little Republic when it came to doing this remaster again for those who maybe aren't used to the terminology in video games remaster means you take a game that's been made and you shine it up yeah, you make it prettier it, yeah. you put it on a new system something of that nature but you don't actually mess with what's there what, right. what was there is still there remake in the in the video game terminology means you you completely remake the game you it's the the original game is no longer there you have completely made a new engine for it you've done all the stuff to it so those are that's kind of the difference there right um with with this with this remaster how you can't how do you mess it up that bad how do you take a a remaster and it's already an existing game already existing game essentially you you maybe prettied it up a little bit not very much though trust me it doesn't look that great i've seen <laughs> yeah. i've seen uh videos and stuff but they they put it um onto this this system and somehow there's this game breaking bug and you didn't even know like that's, <laughs> right. that seems that's did concerning you not test it or did and, you not care right you know? and what it's really concerning to me about it is what that means for this remake yeah. by yeah. this same developer yeah like are we when this comes this remake of this game has to be it has to be it has to be good yeah right like right. it can't come out and be half broken it can't exactly. be ugly it can't be it, it has to be really really good right or there's gonna be very angry people <laughs> i mean it's kotor gonna, is it's it's sacred for so many yeah, people yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah and and they're they're going down a dangerous road here if they yeah. can't even fix this an existing game let alone and so an update to that article, they they the developer said they had a way they can get you around this, a temporary workaround. Um, today, you know, we are uh, June twenty fourth. This was originally posted uh, June twentieth, and so we're looking at um, four days so far. This has been being talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said on the 22nd, they said that um, there is a cheat code you can use to to skip that part of the game. Uh. And by skipping that part of the game, it would save you from the game-breaking bug. So it would by using that cheat code, it would allow you to complete the game. So I did want to make right. that clear. So if you want to look into that, you can, you can uh, just look it up. You'll find it somewhere. Yeah. It's out there. This Konami if, code or if, something. I don't know. If you can't, if you can't look it up and can't find it, then you got bigger problems than trying to beat this game. Today, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have uh, much larger issues. <laughs> We're not gonna talk about that though. <laughs> Alex Mason's just like he's he's looking everywhere. This is sweating right now, trying to find it, and he can't find it anywhere. What and he's like, <laughs> "Sorry, Alex, I have to use you." Just yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, let's go ahead and move on before Andrew offends anyone else. Um, <laughs> So our final news piece for this week is. I, w- I have a list of of the of our producers. I make a little check by each one after <laughs> how many I make times fun I've insulted. Yeah. Yeah. How many times can make I sure insult that you my don't, producers? Uh, you know, you don't hit them two times in a row. Or, you know. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
<laughs> Gotta spread the love. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spread it out. Spread it out, baby. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, our last news piece is that, uh, as many of you may know, we actually did post the trailer on our Facebook page. But Lego Star Wars A Summer Vacation. Uh, the new trailer for that just released and dropped earlier this week. And um, so... If you remember correctly from our previous episode, that is the next thing that is coming out uh, in terms of, of uh, TV, movie, etc. So now that Kenobi has ended, the next thing we're going to see is this new summer vacation. And uh, again, it, it's not canon. Um, it's not uh, anything like serious. Whatever. It's just a fun Lego movie. And like I said, if you watch the trailer, it is it's just pure goofy Disney Lego classic goofiness you know what i'm saying i mean there's nothing crazy to it but it's always just a fun watch you know yeah i can't help but just love this um <laughs> and, and i will say when it comes to these these uh lego specials i found i enjoy the trailers way more than i actually enjoy <laughs> yeah. when i when i go to watch it yeah. i'm far more disappointed than i was when i watched the trailer yeah um, they just pull all the best clips they put and the best put them stuff all in there, there yeah you know, exactly um but uh this one does of course it seems entertaining and 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 again i just absolutely love that this is where we continue to see the the furthering of the sequels yeah the um, continuation of the sequel it's, trilogy. it's just hilarious to me <laughs> um but the 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 premise behind this is they're going on the galactic star cruiser the the halcyon so yeah yeah um, which is the the hotel that you can stay in at uh, Disney World. If you're not a middle class family, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you are yeah. a millionaire, you can go and stay at this hotel. <laughs> um, and so, uh, it, it, Disney is just loving to put this uh, Galactic Star Cruiser in like every medium they, everything they, can. they can. Yeah. Like, I mean, about everything so far has has seen this. Um, yeah. It's only a matter of time before we get it in a show and a video game. But oh, like, yeah. books and comics have been just absolutely well i mean i guess a show right here we're getting it or well true yeah um, yeah so anyway yeah it's they're they're really wanting people to know about this thing so they'll they're come and spend really all their money really trying um and so this is another way for them to do that and but also it is gonna it does kind of appear they're gonna have like stories though set in different periods of star wars at the same time like kind of like they kinda did like with, they did with the last one the yeah. last one yeah and so that what that does it opens up for just you know all kinds of different uh <laughs> right. characters right and 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 so if you go and see this trailer you'll see there's some there's some pretty great stuff in there um i, I had a, i had a big smile on my face while i was watching it i enjoyed <laughs> it's so it so dumb but uh, it. <laughs> yeah it's so dumb but it is it is uh it's fun and you know, this is one of those things that I'll absolutely sit down with with my daughter and watch, and we'll just we'll just have a good time with oh, it. Oh yeah, so, absolutely. Um, so definitely check that out, and 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 we'll we'll review it just because when it comes I mean, out, we'll why talk not? About it. We'll talk about it. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about the implications on uh, sequel trilogy lore. Yeah, yeah. And, you know. Like you know what's uh, what's next for Ray Skywalker? You know we'll, we'll, exactly. We'll, yeah, exactly. you know the stuff that you guys really care about. Yeah, you know the pressing issues. You know. Yeah, like you know what's Rose up to now? You know, like, I, <laughs> I know, know you guys. Everyone's dying to know. Everyone's tension is on Everyone this right is now. Dying yeah. to know Holy what. Moly. Like, will will Rose and Finn get back together? <laughs> <laughs> Did she say what she loves? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, any, so anyway. So yeah. Uh, keep your your eyes and ears open for the, that. If it's something you want, it is the next uh, piece of Star Wars. Uh, film slash TV show, whatever you want to call it, that is coming out. So it is, uh, it's on its way. Yeah, and what's coming very soon after that is Andor. Ooh. 
Yes. So, well, of course, uh, we'll talk about that. You know, as Bad it Batch comes season up. two is coming sometime. Yeah. During that I've, too, right? I have to look at the the, the diagram thing yeah, we have, I but yeah. I have to look at it. Those three are very close they're to each all, other. They're all bunched up together. <laughs> right. It's gonna be a fun time. Right. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and move on to our rumors. Um, so we only have one this week, but it is a pretty interesting one. So the rumor is that Cameron Monaghan is getting a Star Wars show. So uh, you may be thinking, who is Cameron Monaghan? Well, that was actually the mocap and voice actor for Cal Kestis in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. So if that is the game that came out in 2019, uh, where you get to play this new character six years after uh, Order 66, um, and you play as this uh, Padawan uh, that is kind of uh, trying to survive on his own, right? His name's Cal Kestis, and uh, very, very, very cool game. But again, Cameron Monaghan was the one who who did the mocap and the voice acting for this character. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, the fact that this rumor is stating that he's going to get a Star Wars show, it's trying to leave it ambiguous, but I mean, the only way, or the only thing that we know of Cameron Monaghan in Star Wars is Cal Kestis, so... Yeah, this actually came, this rumor came from somebody that I, I really enjoy listening to, um, and, and trust, uh, Christian Harloff. Oh, really? He's actually the one that, that reported this, um, first. He said he had somebody tell him that he really trusts... That uh. and he said he, he did say like this is a rumor. Right. Know, so don't, right, don't don't like don't ride the yeah, bank here, this, you this know. This is a rumor. Yeah. This is nothing set in stone. <laughs> right. But that but that he had been approached mm-hmm. to to star or well to to play right in a live action Star Wars. So there's kind of a lot to unpack with this. Mm-hmm. Um so, so let's let's talk about what we know first. Mm-hmm. We know he played in Jedi Fallen Order. We know he's coming back to to be uh, in the sequel, mm-hmm. Jedi Survivor, which we know is set um, during the same year as Obi-Wan Kenobi. So I just want to note that. Um, we know that, um, of course, he he did the mocap everything for it so like it's him so yeah he easily could be in live action. oh yeah easily and he's already an actor and stuff like that so i mean right so the 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 big question would be well how do you use him when you're trying to also do a video game series with him how do you use him without kind of messing up learning new narrative and stuff from from the video games right, and i think right. here's where i think this is going I don't think he is. I don't think this means the next Disney Plus series is Cal Kestis, you know, blah blah blah, or even Jedi, blah blah blah. Right. I don't think it's a continuation of what we've seen in the video games. I think he is going to guest star in another series. Yeah, yeah, it that could is. Be, yeah, that is where I'm leaning towards in this. I don't think wherever we get him is going to be his next story. I think mm-hmm. he's only going to to guest star in something else yeah. or be a part. Maybe he's maybe he's in the full series of whatever right. it is, but it's not his story. Right. Does that make that sense? That makes total think, sense, yeah. I think that is where we'll head with whatever this may be. And here's the thing. We have plenty of shows that are coming out already that are post-Order 66 and kind of fit around that timeline. We have Bad Batch 
season two, which I'm not saying he's going to be in that, but I'm saying that, it, you know, theoretically we could somehow fit him in that. Uh, and or, like I said, it's already produced and stuff like that. But, um, you know, that that fits somewhere around the timeline of, of Jedi Fallen Order. Um, uh, and like I said, in theory, I mean, I don't think this is it, but you could skip way ahead of time to the Soka series um, and he him be older and stuff. But then you that could. kind of spoiled the, the second game, though, too. If he's like, oh, he does survive or, you know, whatever, you know. Well, again, that's kind of another thing, right? Um, now, you would assume whatever, by the time whatever he is in does come out, um, the video game will be done, True. finished. Yeah. You'll probably have already played through it. True. I would assume because if they're just approaching him now, it's going to be a while before yeah, whatever this true. is a scene. Out of what out of the series we know are happening, I would if I were to put money down on what I think he's going what it appear in, I would say it's Andor season two. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. The time period fits. Um, again, it's in that uh, in between mm-hmm. three and four. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course it would, it would fit for him to be in that. We know that the Andor series is going to be kind of building the rebellion, right? We got yeah. Mon Mothma, yeah. we got, uh, of course we have Andor and I think we're going, as we, through the series, we're going to see the rebellion being built. They're mm-hmm. using it as, as kind of, of, I think that's really what the series is about more than anything. I don't think they're really saying that just yet. But I think that's really what the series is. And so with that, I think there is room to see uh, people that we do know, mm-hmm. such as I think like I think it's a given Bill has to be in this. Right. Yeah. yeah Bill you say has so. to be yeah. in, in Andor. He's got to be in it. Like, well, and again, it would be a really nice call back to characters that are already established that we already know which Andor has been established for a little while now right because of uh, Rogue One and stuff but it's just like it, it, it just gives that kind of legitimacy mm-hmm. to the show and again at the beginning of the rebellion it just makes sense yeah. that he's a part of that and and you know maybe even a young Leia is going to be back in it it's possible it could be yeah you um, never know you know I think we could get I after the Obi Wan Kenobi series and the hints at a couple of different names that we know, such as uh, Quinlan Voss. Yes, I could see yes. Quinlan Voss coming to Andor. Yes, right. Yeah, I mean we're dealing with the path where they're where they're essentially like smuggling Jedi, you know, trying to like get them out of the like in right. hiding. Like we could we could have something uh, that could play into Andor at some point. Mm-hmm. You could have characters like Quinlan Voss appear again for the first time, people would be really excited. Oh yeah. You could Absolutely. have someone like Cal Kestis show up. You could have you could you could have Ahsoka show up. Yeah. Absolutely, I and mean, there's a lot of stuff you can do with that. Uh, we know Ahsoka was helping the early rebellion, as mm-hmm. she had a nickname. They they called her Fulcrum. Fulcrum, yeah. And so again, like when I think about the these potential. Uh, characters and stuff, it gets me more excited for what I think Andor <laughs> right. can be. Right. Now, in the end, it could just be focused on Andor and not telling and me this it. stuff. Yeah. But I think they're <laughs> right. really... Mi- but for me, when they say Mom Mothma is a main character in this show, mm-hmm. that starts to really make my brain work here and think like, okay, there's more to this. This isn't just a Cassian Andor show. I think that it's more than that. And they're just right. using Andor's name for the 
Right, right. But yeah, I agree. I agree. So kind of got on a little bit of a tangent there, but uh, <laughs> going back though, again, I think that's where we could potentially see Cal Kestis is is like in a season two of Andor. I don't think it would be in season one because right. if they just approached him recently. Then in, yeah, unless that it's just work. a false false. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. What yeah. but you. Um, but again, this could be something completely new, and if it is, True. yeah, uh, you know, there's, I mean. It's hard to even speculate. There's right. a billion different ways right, right. that they could, a billion different characters they could choose from to to include him in. Oh, and yeah. again, we don't know how, we don't know how long he survives. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. that also is a big, big thing about we don't know when it comes to like sequel trilogy or mm-hmm. even original trilogy. We don't know where Cal Kestis is. We yeah, don't know if true. he's if he's yeah. alive, if he's dead. We don't know yet, and so. As we do learn more about this character, we'll be able to 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 make better um, ideas of what this could could mean. But I I personally I like I like to think maybe he does live into the sequel trilogy. Why not? Yeah, that'd be I, cool. It'd be very cool. I would love to get to a point where let's bring Ray back, okay? Let's bring Ray back and let's have Ray, Ahsoka. Cal Kestis, yeah, Quinlan Voss, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, you got a you got a Jedi Temple, right. okay? <laughs> right, exactly. And it's like, which I know Quinlan would be pretty old by that point, you know. I mean, I would I would, I would think so anyway. <sighs> Let me think about this here. So, how old do you think he is in the Clone Wars? I mean, like, I'd say like early thirties, maybe. Yeah, so he'd be really old. Yeah, but then again, I mean, so maybe not. Maybe but, not. Well, he's not human though, right? Because he's like no, he's not near human. You're right. He's near human. Yeah. So aging could be different. Exactly. exactly. I don't know. I don't know if they have anything about that species as far as aging yeah. goes. But <clears throat> now, Cal, Cal would be. I mean, it'd be doable, right? Eh, he'd, he'd be, be old, old, but he'd I mean, be an he'd be older doable. man. Yeah. But he would. Yeah. He could, and then you Ahsoka got would be even older. Than him. Well, well, yeah, but Ahsoka again. Ahsoka is a uh, Targuda. Yeah, so you're like. Aging is different. They can get away with. They can get away with that kind of stuff. Yeah, Yeah, when it comes to aliens, they can, they can (laughs) say like whatever. We'll just be like, oh, okay. I mean, (laughs) as long as they haven't, as long as they haven't like shown us something different beforehand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think a. I like to believe Ahsoka is alive and well coming right. into the sequel trilogy, and and most likely we're gonna get something about Ahsoka after the sequel trilogy, mm-hmm. like eventually. But just because Dave Filoni won't be able to help himself, is that <laughs> is that my is oh, that my uncle mowing? Yeah, perfect timing. <laughs> he, loves, he loves to do it during our podcast every time. What's funny? It's not even the same day this time. <laughs> it's a different. He just day. senses it somehow. He just knows. <laughs> I <laughs> know uh, I do appreciate him doing it though. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. I don't. I, it's no benefit to me. So. <laughs> <It's no> benefit. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so as I said, I said a lot of stuff there, but there's a lot of opportunities with this involved, and I and I know people want Cal Kestis in in live action. People have been people really like Cal Kestis. Oh yeah, like they're yeah. Uh, me. I'm not like a huge Cal Kestis fan right. personally. I mean, I think he I think he was was great in the game and stuff, yeah. but I'm not like. I don't hold him. Like to he's like, like my favorite character yeah, in the world. But there's a know? lot of people that Which really is, is bizarre like to me. Kestis. But yeah, I mean, cool. So, good for them, you know. Yeah. I mean, so again, they're gonna they're gonna reap the benefits of that, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. They're gonna yeah. they're gonna milk Cal Kestis. As long as <laughs> yeah. That's what we yeah. Have to say. But anyway. <laughs> and let's move on. <laughs> 
Okay, so uh, <laughs> that's the only rumor that we had. We spent a lot of time oh, on it, so that's okay. But we're going to go ahead and go into our um, our upcoming releases. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you like two weeks of releases since um, yeah. our, we'll be going back into our regular schedule after, well, what it's supposed Whatever to be that's regular supposed to be, schedule. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, which means uh, next week you will be getting our Let's Play yeah. um, of Star Wars Lego. So, um, But this is what we got coming up. First of all, what I want to tell you all about, and I am very excited for this, Whoa. and that is Shadow of the Sith, releasing on Tuesday. Mm. This is the new adult novel that uh, we've talked about before on the podcast, but it is going to be um, it's going to be set 21 years after A New Hope. Um, so this is this is getting closer to the sequel trilogy, but not there mm. just yet. Yeah. Uh, so this is an older Luke with an older um, Lando, and they're going to be and also this is what's going to include Ray's parents. And we're actually going to learn a lot about Ray's parents. Oh, okay. Um, and so just a lot of yeah. interesting stuff yeah. that's going to happen. And it's going to be dealing with Exegol, all really? those things. Very interesting. So we're, yeah. I have a feeling we're going to get a lot of uh, answers with yeah. this novel that yeah. we've kind of wondered about for a long time. I think it might help piece some things together uh, for the sequel trilogy. So very excited for this one. Um, And you can guarantee when that does come out, I'll be reading it and uh, we'll talk about it and what we've learned from it. Um, probably a, at least a couple weeks after it's been released. Right, but we'll, we'll, but right. we will have a review on that, so stay tuned. Um, and then on June 29th, we have two new comic releases. We have Dr. Afra issue 21, and Han Solo and Chewbacca, issue number three. Uh, the Han Solo and Chewbacca series is, has been interesting because it actually um, is, is including a storyline about Han Solo's dad. So hmm. if you've ever been intrigued by Han Solo's father, uh, you can actually you can read the Han Solo and Chewbacca series. Um, then on July sixth, which is that next Wednesday, we have the Halcyon Legacy issue number four. This is their comic just, series. Just to, another one more. Uh, yeah, just just uh, <laughs> do whatever they can to convince you to go spend, spend all your money. And... <laughs> um, that's also going to be the day that the uh, the Mandalorian comic series is going to start which is is uh uh, a season one adaptation so you can check that out um on july 6th very cool all right so we're gonna go ahead and get into our penultimate section here we're gonna go ahead and get into our community discussion so as uh many of you probably already know uh we like to every podcast have a section where we reach out to you all and ask a question uh each week and 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 then whenever you guys answer we go ahead and discuss that on air and then maybe share our thoughts so the community discussion question this week is now that the kenobi limited series is over do you hope to see a second season and if so what do you think it will be about so we do have uh let's see here what four answers and most of them are pretty similar in their uh consistency here or in their uh, consensus excuse me they're very similar in their consensus uh Corey allen y says there is no need for a second season the ending was amazing the fan service was on point and i'm truly happy with the whole series and it blew my mind 
Um, let's see here. Ethan, or excuse me, no, Alex, let me read that one first. Alex Mason says, I know that money is going to drive the decision and not story. So unfortunately, we will probably have a season two, but I personally think it would be a disservice to this season if there was a second. The only thing I would be interested in seeing is how is now is Kenobi's interaction with, spoiler alert, Kenobi, or Qui-Gon. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then Ethan Stewart says, I see no need for a second season. The ending tied into a new hope perfectly, but if they did end up making another season, I would be still, or I would be still happy and would want to see more of Owen and Beirut's relationship with Luke and them keeping him safe from different threats. I'd also love to see Obi-Wan being trained by Qui-Gon on how to become a force spirit. I, a live-action version of Obi-Wan's fight with Maul from Rebels would be pretty awesome, too. So we have one more, but but basically those are the consensus there. It's like a lot of people are thinking we don't want a season two, <clears throat> and a couple of them are saying we don't want it, but it's 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 very possible that we are going to get one. Um, and uh, so let me stop there for two seconds, and I have more comments and stuff, and we have one we have one more answer we're going to get to, but, but just one little answer I would have there is that, yeah, I do think that initially this was, I mean, we know it's a, it was a limited series. The whole point was that it was supposed to be only this and nothing more. And, uh, and yeah, I think the, the, the fan, they, as we will see, and we're going to talk about more as we see in the, in the finale, they're really leaving it open ended because they knew like, this is supposed to be only six episodes and that's it. But like, let's leave it open in just in case it goes well. And the fan reaction has been really good. And I know that Ewan and Hayden both are interested in coming back. So it is, is definitely possible. Just like Alex said, right. That money is going to drive the decisions. And you know, Disney always likes to, to milk everything for its worth. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's very possible. We're going to get one, but the last answer we have is from Greg Stewart who says, I just want to see Darth Vader hunting down Jedi. So exactly. And so, that's another thing too, and I've heard some people say this, and, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of, you know, I I can see both sides of it, but uh, you know, instead of having a strictly like, hey, this is the follow up, this is season two, no, maybe like another limited series that's following the same characters and having Hayden and all them in it, but like it's more like, okay, instead of Kenobi, this is Vader. Now, there's a lot I have to say towards that comment. But before we get into that, let's get to that first part first, and I'll bounce it to you, Drew. So what are your thoughts? Do you think there's going to be a second season? Do you want a second season? Um, and if there, if you do think there's going to be one, what do you think it's going to be about? So based on what I'm hearing so far, it sounds very, very likely we're getting a second season. Um, based on what the actors have said, what Kathleen Kennedy has said, what mm -hmm. uh, the director um, has said they they all um, basically they said you know the numbers have went up just crazy with this show right um, they I just don't know that Disney can resist <laughs> right. doing exactly. a second season there's too much money it's just like a T-bone there's, there's way know? too much Whew. money um, sitting there yeah um, that's possible for them in this in this show. So I don't know that they can sit it down and say, "Nope, that's all we're doing." I don't. I don't know that they can do that. Um, now, if you, when it comes to, do I think there should be? I have to lean towards no. Right. I know. Um, I know we're both on the same page, and we're very torn about that answer. I'm, right? I'm, I'm, I'm very <laughs> torn, and the reason I'm torn is yes, I love the character um, of Obi Wan Kenobi. I love Ewan McGregor. Um. But there's a couple different reasons here why I don't think a season two necessarily is is the best idea. Mm -hmm. Number one, 
this story that we got by the end does wrap up the the things I felt the series needed to hit. Yeah, exactly. It did. It reached those. Um, it, the confrontation between Obi-Wan and Vader is what I think it needed to be. Um, and and it hit all the notes. I don't think they can see each other again. I totally agree. So, so well, okay, so like I said, watching New Hope says the last time I saw you, I was but the learner, but now I'm the master. So it makes sense that mm-hmm. like he was he was still thinking in this moment that he was still the learner because he just got his well, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Jumping in. Spoiler alert, let's just yeah, say Yeah, I mean we're basically yeah. at this point to talk about this stuff we're kinda gonna yeah, talk we about. Have to. We're not gonna get into as much details when we do start yeah, our yeah, yeah. Uh, review on it but yeah basically vader does get his butt whooped again right and it was like he still put up a good fight but at the end of the day obi-wan tapped into the the omega power force you know whatever he did omega and power uh force. he beat him with love and love and hope and peace and power he tapped you know? into that sequel trilogy uh force powers <laughs> yeah um so you know hey it's, it's, it's not by destroying what you hate it's about uh, yeah. protecting what you love anyway um <laughs> best line in sequel trilogy anyway uh so long story short um, I don't know where I was going with that. I completely lost my train of thought. So yeah, <laughs> I I literally just, don't remember just completely lost because I just got like ticked off at myself by <laughs> quoting Rose Tico. So uh, I I literally forgot what I was gonna say. So yeah, that's it. Okay, that's it. well, so um, so <laughs> going back to uh to to what I was saying is um so i I, uh, because i think that obi-wan and darth vader had their moment um i think that you can't have darth vader in a second season and right what could you possibly do right i'm about to say this yeah to to, in a in a second season to feel like it can even compare to what you had in the first (laughs) right and you you already had the ultimate showdown you can't do that again and right. you can't bring. There's no other character you can bring into this that will feel the I mean, as yeah, it's Vader. as I mean, great and as whatever as as Vader. There's yeah, not. exactly. So that's the the first big issue here. Right. Is it's going to have to be a smaller scale story, and it's not going it, to. There's no way they can make it feel as as grandiose. Right. And 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 because of that, are people going to want to watch it or is it going to get as enough attention as it could and is or is it going to leave a bad taste in everybody's mouth cuz they're like, "Uh, they should have just left it with the first season, blah blah blah." Exactly. Yeah, I, and, and that's exactly what I was going to say cuz like, you know, at the end of the day, the only way that again that they would be able to have really another season is that if if pardon me. Anyway, if Kenobi pardoned. left, thank you. Uh left Tatooine again, but like at this point there's no like there's no reason why he should and if he does it just almost degradates the fact that he's there protecting Luke da 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 da. Now we do see some stuff that's in scene. Uh, yeah, and we'll get and we'll get yeah, to that. We'll get to that. But still. Yeah, and so here's here's my my pitch, okay? My solution to this. My solution my recommendation, if I was sitting in Lucasfilm right now, because you know they're just like, what do we do? How do we do this? How do we mm-hmm. keep making money off of this? Blah, blah, blah. How are we yeah. I would say we don't do a season two. Mm-hmm. But what we do is we do utilize Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen. Yes. They both yeah. want to be in this, so we still utilize them. And how we do that is we bring Kenobi in as a guest in, in Andor. 
Yeah. And or season two. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. It'd be a perfect time. Something big happens. They need something. They And Bell goes, I know. I know who we can bring in for this. <laughs> yeah. And they bring in. You get some more Ewan McGregor. He does a quick mission. And um, we know that's more likely than it's ever been now after, again, they mm-hmm. kind of set up to where... Again, we'll talk more about yeah, it, but they kind yeah. of set up to where he might he might be more willing to leave Tatooine some. Mm-hmm. So you could do something like that. Um, and then also, you have um, you have Hayden Christensen who can now play Darth Vader in any future series if they want. Right. Yeah. He did a great job. He was open to doing more of it. So again, Darth Vader could appear in Andor. Mm-hmm. Darth Vader. Oh, yeah, we already easily. know that Hayden Christensen slash Darth Vader's coming to Ahsoka. Right. Um, at least, well, I guess we don't know, but we're pretty as close certain. to knowing as we can. Right. Um, and so again, we uh, there's ways to do this without having to necessarily do right. a second season of Obi Wan Kenobi, but still have them, but still include stuff, these characters. Yeah, and yeah. and here's another idea: bring you and McGregor in Ahsoka too. Yeah. Put make him look older, make him look yeah. a little more like, like uh, help me out. What's his name? Uh, uh, I just lost Alec it. Guinness. Alec Guinness. Yeah, and make him look more like him, and and let him keep on doing his thing as a force ghost. <laughs> right. Why right. not? I mean, yeah. Why, why not? not? Yeah. Everybody would love it. Exactly. And so that's that's my my pitch, and and here's the thing: we know we're gonna get more Luke stuff. Well, Luke talked to Obi Wan as a force ghost all the time. Mm-hmm. That's true. So yeah. again, there's so many opportunities we can have more. They could easily um, tap into this if they really want to, and 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 get the fans excited and love it without having to do a second season and and, and potentially ruin just ruin a good thing. Exactly. Yeah. Because I think there's a lot of risk to be to be had in doing a second one. Now, one of our our listeners there mentioned um, Mall, right? Doing a live action um, of Mall. Oh, they would like to see that live action fight. Yeah. Am I so? Putting rebels completely out of the picture, like let's just pretend rebels never existed. I my answer t- to what what would you do in a second season would be Maul. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. if Maul was still out there somewhere, second season Maul would be the most likely character to deal with. For yeah, Obi-Wan that's Kenobi. true. Yeah, I don't think he's a bigger threat than Darth Vader, so you're still dealing with that. But but I do think he's at least like it makes it's a it's a fight that makes sense, right? And could be interesting. Now, however, I think Rebels did it so perfectly. <laughs> right. Rebels right. did that so perfectly. It's such a beautiful thing. I mean, I adore Oh yeah. That executed episode. to perfection. Executed I mean, to perfection. Seriously. Yeah. To me, and, and honestly, I mean, I know this is kinda like, well, that's what everybody says now, but I, that makes me feel like Dave Filoni should have control over what happens with Obi Wan Kenobi <laughs> right. because he 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 got it he got it yeah he completely got it he he understood and, the assignment <laughs> yes and and just watching that scene play out between Obi Wan and Maul is just on another level mm-hmm. and so I I don't want to see that be thrown to the side exactly and, 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 and i don't think they will because and even a remake i think it's just like it was already done so well that, that even if it, they did the exact thing in live action i just i don't think you know what i'm saying i don't yeah, know yeah even a remake would just be kind of weird it and and for them to try to build a series around it doesn't make sense because right. it was it was completely out of nowhere for obi-wan <laughs> right you know what i mean like finally maul just kind of found out where he was and then maul goes yeah 
And it, but there's not like a way to build a series around that, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. Um, we already know the story. I mean, you know what I'm saying. So it's kind right. Of like, what's so story? so I don't think that that can be done because because of Rebels and and I think again Rebels did it amazing. It doesn't need to be touched. Mm-hmm. Um, so I say all of that stuff, and I apologize if you guys hear the <laughs> weed eater in the background. <laughs> I, but I I say all of that stuff to say that no. Unfortunately, as much as it hurts me to say, I don't think we need a season two. Right. And and I, I it really it kills me because like I know I, I want I know. it. I, I know. want Obi Wan. I want. But but it, because <laughs> because of canon, because of the story we know, it the 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 canon story doesn't really doesn't really allow for it. And and you can say, well, people said this one doesn't. The the story they were telling here is not. Well, no, they did it pretty great. They mm-hmm. said. They, as far as canon goes, it fits in pretty well. It does. Yeah. There's a couple of arguments that can be made. We'll get into those that you could say maybe was was not super great with canon, but I have some arguments as well against it. So, right, we'll get to that. But overall, I mean, I can talk about Kenobi. Forever, yeah, so. yeah. I'm <laughs> just ran- I'm ranting at this point. You're just ranting. I'm just <laughs> ranting. I'm, I apologize, everybody. So, so like I said, and I don't. I would be remiss if I didn't mention this part. So I don't want to get too deep into the weeds with this. I'll just be very quick. Uh, but I do want to address this. Like I said, I don't want to leave him hanging. But like I said, Greg Stewart did say, I just want to see Darth Vader hunting down Jedi. And so, yeah, and that's another option, too, is that we see another uh, limited series, but it's fa- focused on Vader or focused on another character in that same area. But the problem is with that, and cause I thought about that. I'm like, if you would have asked me if I wanted that two or three years ago, I would have said, oh, yeah, no doubt about it. But after watching Boba Fett, I cannot say I do. Because like Boba Fett, maybe not as much, but like Boba Fett, the appeal of Darth Vader is that he's quiet. He's silent but deadly. Not a fart, but he is silent but deadly. And he, um, you know, he, he has, he's mysterious. He's quiet. and But when he does talk, and he, he's authoritative and he just kills. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's Vader. But when you make an entire series about him, it would be difficult to not... All of a sudden, like, especially because it's Disney, try to humanize him and make him not as much as the bad guy or whatever. And I think you could potentially get away with that a little bit if it was like early, early, early Vader where he's still struggling with Anakin versus Vader type thing. But but where we see him uh, with the Inquisitorious and when we see him, especially in the Kenobi series, like he's already gone. He's been gone for a while. He is straight up Vader. He yeah. just kills no feelings. Yeah, you know? it's actually it's actually not until um, after Empire that we start to see Vader, yeah, and you and you find this in the comics um, that Vader is starting to have a change of heart. He's starting to to, right. to see things differently. Right. It's really interesting. Um, again, the Darth Vader comics are just out of this world. So good. They're, they're so yeah. good. It's really, and and they do in a in a sense start to humanize Vader, but in a way that makes sense. And yeah. And you start to it's see not just like oh he's actually a good guy, but he just right has no bad he's, he's still he's not he's not a good guy right but yeah. like but you start to see where what they're doing in, in this story and, and they've spread it out now for years at this point, mm-hmm. but what they're doing is getting you to a place to where, when he just, when he chooses to throw Palpatine down, down that, there, that there's thing, a progression, there's of a progression thought, of character yeah. there that, that when you get to that point, he goes, Oh, well it does make sense that he did that because you know, there's always been an argument. Well, how all of a sudden, why did he, right, you know, like right. all of a sudden he had this change of heart after all this stuff. And then he just decides <laughs> right. to pick up Palpatine and throw him. Well, no, there was a long road oh, to yeah. this. And so, and, again, so not to say I don't want that, Greg, because trust me, seeing 
Darth Vader hunt down Jedi, that would be amazing. But I just know with the experience that we've had with all these Disney shows, I just don't trust them to do it right. And the thing is, is like Drew said, we already have the story to some degree with the yeah. comics. And I know it's not on a public pla- or a, a mm-hmm. more public platform like Disney Plus, but we already have that. And another way that they got away with that is because th- with the Vader comics, it wasn't strictly about Vader. It was almost like Vader was in scenes with other people. Exactly. And so... And when it was just Vader, it would always be like just images. Exactly. It wasn't him just thinking. It wasn't him like talking out loud and like, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Most of the time you can't get in Vader's head, right? Exactly. Only his mannerisms is the only thing that really gives anything away. Right. It's just the way he he stands or the way he's moving, the way he looks and things like that. And, and, and that's kind of the mystery of Darth Vader. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm 100% with you, Braxton. I don't think they can necessarily have a series that is Darth Vader Mm -hmm. because that would take away from the mystery of the character, take away from the, the the that menacing aura of the character and we already but, saw like I said with boba fett how many people were mad about that because they're like this is not boba fett this exactly. is not the character i fell yeah. in love with so exactly. anyway yeah boba fett's a perfect example of of taking away the mystery of the character and most people weren't happy about it about uh, what yeah. it what it was yeah now with vader you know i think we got more vader in the kenobi series than than we really <laughs> have ever gotten oh yeah as far as Easily. uh in 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 a as far as viewing goes, right? Mm-hmm. Like in a, in a series mm-hmm. or a movie even. And so with that, I think, um, you know, we, we got more of him talking and stuff. We got quite a bit of that, right. but I think it was the exact right amount. Right. And, and I think if you had a series, it just would be too much, but let's continue to, to have Vader, yeah. but bring him in. And, and as that, he's a part of something as that terror, else. you know, yeah. that of, of something else where he shows yeah. up. And I think it's always the best way to use them. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we could talk about that forever. We're going to cut it short, but we yeah. we would be remiss if we didn't discuss that to some degree. So great uh, answers, guys. Uh, thank you so much for your your time. We really appreciate it. We always love community discussion. Um, it's super, super fun to hear from you all. Um, yes. Always one of our favorite parts to hear you guys um, hear your thoughts and to know that uh, you guys still care about us. So. Yeah. Even to some, to some, some degree, even to <laughs> some, some modicum some... of a molecule of degree. Anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> We're going to get into our final segment this uh, for this podcast, and that, of course, is our main topic, where uh, this episode, we're going to be talking and reviewing the uh, Kenobi finale. So that is chapter six of the Kenobi's Limited series. Uh, we're going to go over that. Oh, I had, I had to say real quick. Yeah. Remember how in the last episode... I told everybody to type out a number if they, uh, (laughs) I don't even remember what it was. If they had gotten that far or something, I don't even remember. Yeah. Uh, I had somebody text me that. So I felt pretty good about that. And somebody texted me. One person. It was, uh, uh, Corey, um, um, wise, Corey wise. He's, he's been a, a good fan of ours. Oh, yeah. He, um, he texted me that number. I love it. 4456. That's what four, it was. 4456. So, yeah. So dumb. I, I love that. So, uh, uh, anyway, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to review that spoiler review of this episode, go over the recap and go through it just kind of slowly. Since this is the finale, we want to take our time with it. We already know we're kind of running along with the time. It's a special but, episode. But it's a special episode and not just a special episode. It's the finale of this long-awaited series. So, yes. we're going to go over the episode and then kind of just wrap up with our thoughts of the whole series and all that good stuff so um 
So what we're going to do is I actually have kind of a recap um, provided by TVLine.com and we're going to just, I'm going to read through this and as we go scene by scene, we're going to go ahead and, uh, and Drew's going to stop and we're going to maybe talk about some like Easter eggs, we're going to talk about the implications, whatever. Yeah, anything that, that comes to our minds as you yeah. read it, we'll, we'll jump into. <laughs> All right, so after the heroes evaded Vader's attack on Jabim, Obi-Wan Kenobi's finale found the rebels running out of time with the Empire hot on their tail and shields waning. Realizing this, Obi-Wan decides to buy everyone some time for repairs by facing Vader again, even if that might lead to his own death. Hugging Leia goodbye, Kenobi uh, gives the young princess Tala's empty holster and promises her that he will come back. Yeah, so I want to stop there. Do you have... Do you, do, do, do you think there was any meaning to the holster other than just like that was a new thing? Like, do you because because I immediately started to like, OK, have we seen the holster before? Right. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, I do we see about. it as when Leia was older? Yeah. And uh, I, don't, I don't recall anything I don't like that. think so. Right. Like, I yeah. think this is a I think this is an entirely new thing. But do you think there's like do you think there's is meaning behind that that they're going to use later for Leia or somehow or like? I didn't know if it was like a the new dice situation with Han Solo, you know, like yeah, how uh, how Luke gives Leia the the dice in Last Jedi, and like eighty mm-hmm. percent of people watching are like, wait, what is what, the, is what do those yeah, dice mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so 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 this is the funny part is that um, this is this is Tala's, which is that random lady that helped them and then just blew herself up, um, and it's like <laughs> it's like. We talked about this last episode. I could be wrong, but I believe it. And it's like it was just so funny because it's this this really random character who, yeah, I mean, she was awesome, helped with the the path and blah blah blah. But it's like, why were they so emotional? Like, why was Kenobi like, no, no, no. you know, like <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. they met her like two seconds ago and they're like disconnected to her. So it's kind of weird. And also, like, he gives her this. So they're basically, in my mind, they're trying to make more of this character than what she really was. But here's here's my point. I don't necessarily think there's a specific um, callback with that holster. I think it personally, I think it's more of a, a, a symbol, right? Like, because he does say, Kenobi does say, here's this holster. And she's like, where's the gun or whatever? She's like, oh, you're 10 years old. I'm not going to give you, but you're not always going to be 10. Um, and, and I think the significance is that just to show the fallout that she's going to become kind of a fierce leader who fights and does all this stuff later on. It's kind of just showing that progression of like, she's a kid now, but eventually she's going to grow up in, in the original uh, trilogy era uh, and, and be this fight. I think it's just more of like a symbology type thing. I don't know that though. Cause if not, if it's not that, then I'm like, I, I don't know. I have no clue. <laughs> so. Yeah. It was just interesting. Cause they really wanted to like, they really wanted you to think about that, and they and then at the end they bring it back. She's you know, wearing she's it. They're like, "Oh, I like it." But yeah, but I, I have to say I love the the dialogue when he gives it to her because mm-hmm. he gives it to her and she's like, "It's empty." Mm-hmm. It's like you're ten. I'm not he's gonna like, give you. He's like, "Leia, you're ten years old. I'm not gonna give you a blaster." He's like, "But then he goes, but you won't always be." Exactly. That was, yeah, that was pretty cool. That was pretty but it's, cool. It, I yeah, I just I love their interact. I love Obi Wan and Leia's interactions yeah. in this episode it was really annoying in the first like couple episodes but it got so much better as did time you, went on you know did you did you watch that thing i sent you um uh, of of leia's scene from the first episode i don't think i actually did watch that one are you kidding me <laughs> 
You didn't watch it? Okay, well, I'll share it with you later. I might see if I can share it with you guys on on our social media. We'll see. But it's really good. It's really good. Is something you want to talk about? Well, I can can tell you. Uh, It's not going to be as funny, though, if you you just hear me say it. Okay. It was, was, it's it's the the chase scene. Yeah. You know, the notorious chase scene. (laughs) But they they make it black and white and they speed it up and they have like old, like, like the old, like, you know, like Three Stooges type music in the background. Yeah. And and they're like running, you know, it's, (laughs) it's awesome. I'll show it to you. It's good. It's really good. (laughs) So, so anyway. Um, so yeah, so she gives, uh, he gives the young princess Tala's empty holster and promises her that he will come back. So on Tatooine, so it kind of switches over. So on Tatooine, Owen and Beru receive a heads up from a friend that, or excuse me, receives a heads up from a friend who had been grilled by Riva and she's headed their way. Owen warns Luke to stay put and hide since Tuscans are raiding farms in the area again. But if anything goes wrong, he needs to run. So yeah, so I mean, it doesn't say it in too depth in, in, uh, in too much in depth I'm gonna say uh, right here but basically Riva as we saw in chapter five she sees the broken apologram of Belagrana um basically mentioning that the other child is on Tatooine and so I'll just go ahead and say this so this is kind of skipping ahead but but basically there's this there's this conflict with Riva where she's trying to kill Luke to get revenge on Anakin at what point does how does she know that Anakin Luke? How does she know that Luke is Anakin's son? That Anakin even has children? How, how do we know this? Who is she? Because she's like trying to get revenge on who? She goes. She never says Anakin, but we know there's revenge on. I mean, Anakin. I think they're. I think they're just implying that she pieced it together based off of what she heard over the radio. <sighs> yeah, over the comms or whatever. Like she heard the. It was the, just. I feel like that could have been explained way better. But anyway. <laughs> But so long story short, like I said, that little bit of a plot hole in my my opinion. But um, so basically she sees that broken up hologram. So she heads to Tatooine and she's basically interrogating some of these people. Uh, yeah, and they, they clearly tried to make some like Anakin, like they tried to kind of make her look like Anakin in this. I noticed that. You notice yeah, that? With, like the long robe. She's like, yeah, has her hand, like they, arms crossed. They, they really know? tried to kind of bring callbacks to that. And I think there's a reason for that, which yeah, when, well, at the end of the episode, when the, when they talk, Obi-Wan talks to her. I mm-hmm. think there's a reason why they did it. Yeah, we'll get They're to They're kind of mirroring things here. So, like I said, so the guy she interrogated, he ends up telling her or telling her about Owen and Baru, but he goes to them and says, hey, you know, I, I had to tell her this, so she's going to kill us, whatever, and so you need to prepare. So they go back to their, their home, and they're kind of preparing and telling Luke to, to Well, hide. yeah, and Owen's like... Owen's like, well, we just need to get out of here or whatever. And then Baru like opens up a secret compartment of guns and, <laughs> yeah. and you can see Owen's eyes like widen. I don't, I, it, I've seen two different interpretations of this and people think they had had those stocked and hidden and ready. Yeah. But to me, it looked like Owen didn't, like, didn't know, know they were there. Yeah. Like, like, like she had them and he didn't know. It was, it's one of those two things. Either he, she or had them and didn't know. shocked that she was Exactly. To do she it, was that. willing to, like he Which, was shocked that she was willing to, to fight like that. It's probably more likely yeah. that that's what it was yeah. going on there but <laughs> I, I can't help but think during this i'm like i'm like man it's like i feel so bad for owen and Baru because yeah. they do all this stuff for luke and in the end like he's they're still gonna burn gonna burn alive <laughs> they're gonna burn alive for for this this kid yeah and it's like, like nothing really ends up coming of it so like, really really sucks for them, really rewarding so. their efforts yeah there. yeah <laughs> yeah so um so that's kind of that and they're getting prepared for her to come 
So the scene cuts again, and it goes to Obi-Wan, where Obi-Wan attempts to commune with Qui-Gon one more time, saying that he needs to face Anakin, and basically he's looking for advice. Yeah, I really thought Qui-Gon was going to show I up. I really here. thought he was, too, and he doesn't. He doesn't. And uh, it says, whether he dies or his former apprentice does, this ends today. Roken is there to see him off, reminding the Clone Wars general that he doesn't have to do this. But this is between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader, so there's no turning back. So, uh, so basically, Obi-Wan gets into his like little escape pod thing and, and flies off and uh, heads towards the planet to basically distract, uh, to distract, uh, you know, Vader because he knows that Vader's so, do- you know, like a what is it called? bullheaded or whatever. Where he like if he sees Obi-Wan going off, like he's gonna chase him and leave everybody else. So the Grand Inquisitor notes an escape craft leaving the transport with one person on board, but urges Vader to continue pursuing the rebels since this is their chance to wipe them out entirely. Vader, though, is laser-focused on Kenobi and orders his ship to be prepared. As Obi-Wan braces for what he believes will be their final showdown, they will, of course, meet one more time in A New Hope. He finds Lola in his pocket. Leia must have hidden the droid where he while hugging him. Clever girl. Yeah, which that was a, a sweet thing, you know, because we know that she really likes, really cares about that little droid. And she... Well, she was sharing it with these kids. It was, it was a cool moment. She was sharing with these kids that were scared, and she came up to, to, to Obi-Wan and said, you know, I'm, I'm letting Lola play with them because it helps them when they're scared. And, and Obi-Wan says, you might have to let me borrow her. Yeah, because he says something basically implying he's scared too. Or yeah, kind of like joking but serious at the same time. But then she really does get it to And him, so she so. gives it to him. It's, so it's, <laughs> it's pretty actually sweet. pretty touching. That's pretty yeah. sweet. So, following Obi-Wan's dropship to a barren moon, Vader once again comes face to face with his former master. Obi-Wan whips out his... Bl- <laughs> uh, his... <laughs> I have to cut this out. <laughs> Hold on. I'll have to go from the top here. Hold on. <laughs> Why do they have to say it like that? Why do they have to say it like that? Okay, hold on. Okay. I don't want to have to cut it out. <laughs> You'll do whatever you need to do. Okay, let's restart this. Following Obi-Wan's dropship to a barren moon, Vader once again comes face-to-face with his former master. Obi-Wan whips out his blue lightsaber and utters the same thing he told Anakin just before their battle on Mustafar at the end of Revenge of the Sith and says, I will do what I must. But then, very baller, Vader says, then you will die. And they clash again. Yeah, which when he says that in A New Hope, um, he says... uh, What does he say? Or no, not in A New Hope, in uh, in Revenge of the Sith. He says, um, yes. and you, something about trying. Yeah, it's like, I'll do what I must. And I think it's exactly that. Like, No, that's what you, not, you will die. You you will try. That's what he says. Like, he says. I'm like, I'm like, like and then, I'll do what I must. You will try. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, but this one he says, then you will die. <laughs> so it's a yeah. bit of a progression there between Anakin and Vader there. Yeah, and so they're fighting. And of course, um, Shout out to to uh, Obi Wan doing his um, showing some form three uh, <laughs> yes. in, in such beautiful yeah, manner. So good. Um, getting to see him strike that pose again is is a yeah. beautiful moment. I just absolutely so a, adore it. Um, and also love again. I love Rebels because it yeah. does show this pose. Yeah, um, but then yeah. it also shows where he where he grows. 
and, from it and, and forms and, to his new yeah his new oh, his dance so that. good anyway um so we see him do that and 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 so they, they're fighting for a little bit here which mm-hmm. it i love this it's so good I, I, I love this entire mm-hmm. fight scene. Um, one of my all-time favorites now. Oh, yeah. May easily. be my favorite, um, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Um, very, very good stuff. Seeing Obi-Wan, uh, Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan versus Darth Vader. <laughs> I mean, so it's just... Good. It's so it's good. It's so good. So, so they're, they're starting to fight again, and, but then it cuts and it goes back to Tatooine, right? So it's at the same time Reva arrives at Owen's farm in pursuit of Luke. A prepped in position, Owen and Baru fire blasters, which she deflects. Her usually neat braids, now loose and slightly disheveled, after her being uh, unceremoniously dismissed by Vader. Luke takes off running, and the former Inquisitor chases the boy to the dunes. So, again, there's this like little like interesting fight scene where between... <laughs> You know, like I said, uh, Owen and, and this Baru. is where you get very close to some continuity, uh, like really, getting, I, yeah, I know what you're about really to say. close to to breaking continuity here because mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker can't just like see lightsabers exactly whipping around okay? exactly, and so I think um, I think their intentions here is that they told him it was Tusken Raiders, right, mm-hmm. and then. I think that the they're showing when she comes in with the lightsaber, he's already going up the ladder and he's mm-hmm. running. So I think what they're trying to get away with here is that he never sees her. He thinks it's a Tuscan Raider following him and he doesn't he never sees the lightsaber. I think that's what they want us to believe. I'm like not even sure that when they're up in the dunes though. But yeah, there's mo- there's different moments where he could have seen. Mm-hmm. And again, if he did, then it doesn't really work and and in canon Mm -hmm. and so um that's kind of the i know i've i've I've, out of everything in this episode i have heard some people kind of like talk bad about this Mm -hmm. aspect of it because again it's it's kind of like i don't know if this works yeah Um, this is really close to i mean how do we cross in the line how do we go from a kid who gets chased by an inquisitor with a lightsaber and he's about to die to fast forward later on when he's supposed to be more mature and he's wanting to go to Toshi Station for power converters and, and hang out with his friends and he's just, eh, you know. And shoot womp rats. And, exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it is an interesting... Yeah, but however, at the same time, he was he's aware of the dangers of like Tusken Raiders and so that could True. be more believable that a Tusken Raider uh, invasion type deal. Like I could, you know, I could see that more. But um, so I, I I'm choosing that that's what they the direction they went with it. But yeah, it's it's kind of like huh? yeah, kind of weird. Yeah, a little close. <laughs> right. All right. So uh, so that like I said that she's chasing him into the dunes, and that's where it cuts back to the moon. Vader notes that Obi Wan's strength has returned, but the weakness still remains. Baller quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Sith Lord then uses the Force to bury Obi Wan. So okay, so first of all, let's not get too ahead of far ahead of ourselves so like literally he's like they're fighting he's kind of like like beating up on obi-wan like he's he's doing really well like he's got his form three Seresu. like you know he's the master of, of this defensive form and like he's he's, he's holding his own but he's yeah. getting overpowered because he's like afraid you know he doesn't want to have to do this and then something so baller that we've never seen before really i mean we kind of have but anyway vader just like throws his hand into the ground and just starts 
crushing and crumbling the ground to this huge pit, which was just so Yeah, well, cool. and before that, though, we, we did see some other, like, they started using the force. At one point, Obi-Wan starts to break the, the pillar. True, like yeah. The big, or the big, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, and, and it starts to fall. Darth Vader catches it. And then, so they're both kind of, like, holding it in the force. <laughs> right. And at one point... Again, this might all be kind of like out of order, but I know yeah. like at one point he he uses a Darth Vader uses another rock to like go swipe swipe his feet out from under his feet that was out so out from cool. Under I him. forgot so about that. has to like hurry and roll that and come so back cool. up, and then and then he chucks a rock straight at him, and Obi Wan just uses a saber and cuts just it in cuts half. it. Ah, oh, dude, that so again, was so good. Really cool stuff. Nothing yeah. like that crazy, but like again, stuff we were not really stuff, seen. It's stuff that we've seen like video games, comics, things like that, dude, but we're no, we haven't seen a lot of it in live action. This is exactly what I've been saying though. Why on earth are people who have the Force and who are great fighters not using it? more creatively yeah. only come in, in a battle and right. now we've we're seeing right. some of this which right. is so cool so yeah. anyway so he crushes this pit into the ground and he's like he's just like take like he puts his lightsaber if i'm not mistaken i could be wrong on that but he's just taking both hands and just flinging rocks like huge boulders down on top of kenobi and like say like i don't remember exactly what he says but he's just like just like throwing him just uh, it's so good yeah, and it was really cool to see him do that like yeah the the ground pound you know uh, and then just, yeah and then seeing everything crumble and so just showing him the power of the force there and and yeah and then and then kenobi's you know stuck stuck under there yeah so it says he uses the force to bury obi-wan under some rocks he has hurled saying oh, sorry go ahead <laughs> he's say, saying did you truly think that you could defeat me you have failed master yeah and so whenever it does this part and it shows it shows vader it's totally the, the the thought in my mind was oh Vader's got the high ground like that was what <laughs> yeah. they were and I wondered yeah for a split second I was like is he gonna say no, no I, I have, have the high, high. but I was like ground, yeah. maybe that's too much I'm kind of glad they did two on the nose yeah a little you know? two on the nose yeah, I'm glad he didn't meta. say yeah. it um but that I mean that was totally <laughs> the framing though, yeah. the framing of the scene like that was what that was all oh, about hundred percent is 100%. to show it they you know they they kind of like had it like a down view and you could oh, see yeah. him like standing yeah. way up there and like that was totally the, the point I, of it i mean it would have been a little meta but i still would have really enjoyed it if oh yeah <laughs> I mean, it would have been a little cheesy i would have loved it too but anyway so but vader didn't kill his former master with the cave-in rather obi-wan uses the force to stop the rocks from crushing him fueled by memories of both luke and leia he repulses them up and away and then catches up. Oh, and also, like, Vader. so, Vader, you really thought just throwing those rocks down there was really, really going to kill him? Do the job? Yeah. <laughs> Which I know he's, like, he's seen him, he's weakened, right? But uh -huh. but even he admits, like, your strength has returned to you, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. And it says that their lightsaber battle continues. But that was so baller. Like, he just uses the force and just, boom, just flings those rocks out of there. So yeah, good. So that was our first, like, okay. okay all right, here we go. Something's happening here. And, yeah. and so then, like, Vader shows Vader walking, he's like, you can tell he senses something's him wrong. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, everyone's just there. Right behind him. Yeah, Ignatius right behind him. He flips around and like, blocks it. But yeah, I mean, but all of a sudden now, uh, it's not even just the Force, right? Like, all of a sudden, like, he's like going hyper mode with Ceresu, and he's just like oh, yeah. whooping up on him. And we're yeah. seeing hits. And and then, I, does, I can't remember if he hits it like punches or whatever but like his like his mechanical chest piece i can't he remember uses, like he's like punching or something he right? uses the hill of his lightsaber yeah just bam bam he's bam. using the yeah he's <laughs> using the hill and just smashing so it into cool. like the life support and he's like <gasps> so what the, yeah. what i think is really cool about this moment is of course again we've not really seen this and you have to think about it from an outside perspective here people that see darth vader they don't know that darth vader is an injured 
half. Right, this is a health suit. Yeah, you know? <laughs> they don't know that he's like a half dead man inside. Yeah, right. They yeah. don't know he has health issues. They don't know he's blah 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 blah. So people don't ever like necessarily go for that, but. Obi Wan knows. knows. He knows. Obi Wan knows, and so that was <laughs> so such baller, an amazing dude. moment so where he's he gets up close to him, just boom, boom yeah, smashing so into good. that. It was so good. Oh so, my goodness. So it says, and then so it continues. Obi Wan fights with everything he's got, and eventually slices Vader's helmet open with the lightsaber, which is an interesting yeah, so parallel. Before that, he he slashes the back of him. Oh, true. So he yeah. makes one slash in the back, like towards like his like the, the nape of his neck. Yeah. yeah. And and so then he's like, oh, and he starts to like fall. He's like starting to fall down and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, because at one point, again, I know all this is like jumbled up. <laughs> at one point, he also uses the force and just shoves him way back. Yeah, that's true. Because they like and, lock up and he just goes. Yeah, 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 and shoots him way back. And then I was like, oh boy, here we go. And sorry, I get a phone, phone call. <laughs> and, and I think it's then is when he when he raises all the rocks up. He starts raising yeah, wait, all the rocks. See, see, do we already get past that, or is there happening? No, because he 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 doesn't cut his helmet till after that. Okay, yeah. Like why they don't mention this? But yes, like he's fighting him, and, and it was it was so baller. We've never seen anything like this, especially with Obi Wan. He's raising all the There's rocks. Like tons which, of the rocks. Only t- we we have seen Ray raise a bunch seeing, of rocks. Yeah, at, at least with time, him. But, we have it. but again, she was like it's, just it's moving different. stuff. But he just like raised up both of his arms, and they're just <laughs> shooting at. I, I was just going crazy. And like he blocks point. a couple, but he's just, he's just getting pelted. He's just getting pelted. Absolutely pelted. It was so. So good, and it's showing Obi Wan Kenobi as he truly is one of the greatest Jedi of all time. He's so true, and so he's just letting him fly, right? And he's just kind of standing there, (laughs) and um, yeah, and it's then. Let's see. I'm trying to remember how this goes from here. Um, he I don't remember exactly how he gets back up close to him, but he gets up back up close to him, and and he. He does like a little like jump thing, yeah, and I that's when he slashes his, yeah. his helmet. So yeah, so yeah, he, so he eventually slices Vader's helmet and op- or excuse me, eventually slices Vader's helmet open with his lightsaber. The move weakens Vader, who gasps gasps for air with half of his face exposed. It is then that Kenobi sees his Padawan's face for the first time in years, and he says, "Anakin," he calls out. And with, again, so like I said, I was gonna say earlier, it's kind of a cool parallel. The the that first realization. I mean, he already knew, but that first realization that Anakin Vader, Vader Anakin, was that there was a slash in his helmet, just like with Ahsoka years later, when mm-hmm. she realizes Anakin's Vader and she slashes his helmet she open. Slashes his helmet. <laughs> it's kind the of a other cool side of his helmet. Kind of a cool she parallel. She slashes the right side of his helmet. Yeah, kind of a and, cool parallel. And she and when she does and sees him, she says Anakin. Mm-hmm. She says the same thing. Same thing. So and um so baller and and um yeah and so in this moment here this is such a heartbreaking moment just the entire oh, thing yeah. here is heartbreaking yeah. i'm seeing obi-wan see anakin and he and he apologizes right he starts saying like i'm sorry and yeah I'm sorry for all of it and it's just like absolutely i was just like blinking tears i know I was like, oh my god <laughs> yeah, so, and, yeah, it right here through his oh, damage yeah, the dialogue some of it so through his damage damaged vocoder we hear hayden christensen's voice distorted vader tells his former master that anakin is gone i am what remains obi-wan tells him he's sorry for what happened in the past but vader dismisses it i am not your failure you did not kill anakin skywalker i did he notes before vowing to destroy obi-wan in in kind yeah and so 
you know, you see Anakin here, Obi-Wan is, is uh, you can see the tears in his eyes as he's saying all this stuff. Just mm-hmm. fantastic. So good. Uh, Great acting. Yeah. Phenomenal job by uh, Ewan McGregor here. Yeah. Um, and, and and honestly, also Hayden, Hayden Christensen, because you can see it. And I think really even the the colors of the lightsabers are are playing into. Oh uh, yeah, here. yeah. That first because interaction you see some blue, blue with yeah. an, when it shows Anakin and and he says the Anakin is gone and what remains. But you can see, I, and to me you could sense the sadness there. It's like Anakin was coming out a little bit even when he yeah, said that. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. And 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 there was and and there was that blue there. And and of course you're getting the mix of Hayden and then James Earl Jones. <laughs> yes, absolutely so cool, awesome. so cool. And so that, awesome. As that like uh, the vocoder or whatever is like is, breaking is up. like breaking. Yeah. So neat. Um, and then, but then when he goes, "I'm not your failure, Obi Wan," and it turns red, and you can even see a little bit of like a smile on yeah. the side of his like <laughs> yeah. coming from his mouth as he says this part. Yeah, he goes, "You didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did." <laughs> And uh, so the same boring. way I will destroy you. And oh, man. what a moment. If I mean, it just like gave me chills. So I was, it's so just creepy too. I know. Dark, yeah. The way he does it there. Yeah. And that I think is when, you know, Obi-Wan, he does realize he's gone. Yeah. And that's when he says. Oh, it right, says right here, con- or realizing that his friend truly is dead. Kenobi tells the broken man before him, which is, this is a cool like tie in. Goodbye, Darth. Yes, and, and I love that moment because we hear we like a New Hope. He calls yeah, him yeah, Darth, yeah, and we're yeah. like, we know that it's a title rather than a name. Mm-hmm. Why would he call him that? And at the time, we know that wasn't it was supposed to be his name. Anyway, long story short, yeah, yeah, very yeah. cool little tie-in to like the, the continuity tie. Yeah, up just there. To, to keep continuity. There, yeah, even though it still doesn't make any sense, but <laughs> yeah, it doesn't still don't make sense why he called him that. But yeah. yeah, but I but I like that they did it. Yeah. And it says, through an enraged voice, a weak invader calls out after Obi-Wan and collapses to his knees, steadying himself against the Now, rocks. I got to stop here and say, I'm not a big fan of the fact that Obi-Wan just walks away just and leaves walks him away. There. Yeah, because exactly. Because we've, we've had issues with, with Obi-Wan. Um, people have had issues with Obi-Wan leaving Anakin sitting there and didn't finish him off yeah. the first time around. Yeah. And now he's had a second opportunity. And like that was his thing is like he regretted like he regretted he had to do it but he regretted that he couldn't like he didn't finish it and through. And clearly clearly Vader is not going to die from this interaction. Yeah. Like I don't think he thought Vader was going to die from this, yeah. right? Yeah. He lets him live. And and what's crazy <laughs> right. about that is like you just let the most notorious villain the, Yeah, like yeah. this this guy's going to continue to kill Tons of people, children, exactly. all this exactly. stuff, and you just walked away from it. And you could have ended this right you could have saved here so many and lives. right now, yeah. and you didn't. So, and again, that was one thing. Yeah, I, that was. I was like, "What is going on?" Like, I get like he can't do it or whatever, but I just wish there would have been something where he escaped, or something where he get, like a, a, a battalion of stormtroopers come in to save him, or or something like that, where like he didn't just walk away. He didn't just walk away. Like he thought he was dead, and, or he couldn't kill him. And this or, is where I. I come back to I as much as I have enjoyed this episode mm-hmm. and and parts of this series overall I think that the series is pretty rough and I think yeah. that uh, there's a lot of weird writing choices very weird uh, a lot of a lot of strange directions they went a lot of weird uh, uh, cinematography a lot of mm-hmm. uh, honestly even music I mean let's, <laughs> right. let's, uh, 
can you even remember anything about the music during the entire battle? No. No. no now, I, and, I do. And, I do, actually. Uh, oh, you do? I do. And I remember thinking, this is the most janky, uh, un- anticlimactic music compared to Duel of the Fates. I remember thinking, like, this is, like, like literally, I'm not trying to diss who ever made it, and I'm not trying to be a hater, but, like, I remember thinking, like, this is, like, really poorly produced well, here's music. The, I mean, and this is the way I look at it. And in, in all of the, the great Star Wars battles through the history, mm-hmm. there's always this, like, Epic iconic score, you know? score that you remember to this day. Exactly. And that... That added to it, right, and yeah. made it what it is. I didn't have that feeling with this. No, fight. I love the fight, but the music was and not. That there. could have cemented that into yeah. history, like that's and the greatest even, thing ever. You know? I mean, they could have even reused one again. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. you know, like we have said many times, use um uh uh, uh duel of fates, duel of the fates, or or even um here, here, uh the battle of the heroes or whatever it's called. Yeah, something like that. Something yeah. like that. Um. Any, anything like that would have worked mm-hmm. and, and would have been very um, dramatic and, and would have really nice pulled at the heartstrings. Pull back to the yeah. prequel and trilogy. They oh, yeah. didn't do it. And, and it's it so just weird. like because of that, I felt like that was really lacking. Yeah. But, but again, like this part, you know, Kenobi clearly has to leave Darth Vader alive and Darth Vader has right. to leave Kenobi alive. Right. Okay? We, we know that has to happen. We knew that. But they could have set it up better. On the, the the way they leave. Mm-hmm. Listen, I love everything about this battle. I love all mm-hmm. of all of it. But but the fact that Kenobi just walks away and leaves him alive again, mm-hmm. not how they should have ended it. No, they not they at should all. not have done it that way because that's going to be an issue with people. And and oh, yeah. and and to me, even to me, like I'm still I'm still kind of struggling with it. Like why did he do it? And I know they're saying, well, I know the the main thought right now that I'm hearing is like. He went to go and take out Anakin because Anakin was, because he felt like Anakin was because of him. Like mm-hmm. he, so he was gonna go and and finish the job. Mm-hmm. But when he found out Anakin was gone, it was no longer his. It was no longer because of him or whatever. So he didn't. He just okay. Well, mm-hmm. this is, I'm gonna step out of it. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense that Obi Wan would do that, and Obi Wan knows he's gonna continue to go and kill a bunch of people. So yeah. again, it just doesn't just make a any dumb sense. decision. Unless and... they want you to think he thought. Vader was gonna die, like Vader was gonna because he heard his life support. Yeah, maybe. so maybe he thought Vader was really gonna just collapse over and 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 die, and but no one was gonna come help. They could him. have at least insinuated but, that more. Yeah, if that's but the they, case. and so, but I don't think that was what happened. I don't think Kenobi thought he was gonna die. Right. And so then, okay, well, so was it a moment of weakness and where Kenobi's just like, I still I can't do it, and so I'm just gonna yeah. leave. I, I don't know. know. I don't know, but they they in the end. They should have come up with a better way of 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 this depart department. Mm. Uh, like everything else was great, but they they should have found a way to to close this up better than mm-hmm. what they did, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, we can move on. <laughs> yeah, a little passionate about that. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I have some. <laughs> no, I some... totally agree. I'm on the same exact page. I thought it was really weird, but anyway, yeah, I'm not gonna get too far into it. All right, so. Then Obi-Wan senses Luke in danger and speeds after the boy in his dropship. On Tatooine, Luke has fallen after being forced off a rocky ledge by Reva and sits unconscious. Oh, maybe that's how they got around it. Because I know she... Okay, yeah, because she ignites her lightsaber 
after he's laying there. It's after he's laying there, yeah. So, okay, so he now he's unconscious first. That Okay, there, that answers my question. All right, when Reva approaches him to go in for the kill, she sees herself at his age and, uh, and memories of Anakin slaughtering younglings in the Jedi Temple come rushing back. With her lightsaber raised, she finds herself now in Anakin's position. And it says, Obi-Wan lands at Owen's farm and sees both Owen and Beru calling after Luke and prepares to search for him in the dunes. But Reva appears in the distance, returning with the unconscious boy in her arms. Okay, before we get into this, let me stop right here and say that in the end, again, this, I wish this whole part didn't exist, honestly. Mm -hmm. I, I wish the, the the Reva thing didn't happen. Oh, yeah, I, really, I agree. I, I didn't have, you know, with what they did with Reva, okay, fine. If, if I think it should have ended where it ended when after... Vader had had stabbed her. I agree. And, yeah, and that should have been done. The fact that she goes and oh man, that's how you know we're doing a really long episode. Today. <laughs> I know our music our, our just music kicked, just in, kicked in, and uh, that's yeah, that's impressive. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> how hour and a half? So cool, yeah, cool, and cool. yeah, lots, lots of entertainment for you guys here today. Uh, entertainment. That's one way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that having her in this, uh, and, and and here's the thing. Whatever. I think, again, I think it's kind of pointless, but but here's what really bothered me about it, mm -hmm. is that we continued to take away, cut away from the Vader and Kenobi fight to mm -hmm. see what she was doing on Tatooine. Exactly. With Luke. And, 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 and they didn't have the same type of, of uh, intensity to it, because... Of course. Uh, yeah, we, we already knew, like, yeah, we already can happen with this. So, yeah. So... Um, I, I really didn't like that. I wish they would have just cut it out completely. I have nothing good to say about it. I really don't. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm in agreement with you. It is just like they're trying to push this character when it's really just hindering the story more than anything, in my opinion. But and I actually I sent it to you. I don't know if you watched it, but where they where they they cut only the they did just the pieces of Obi Wan and Vader's fight. They cut out all the Reva oh, stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. And they added more familiar Star Wars music to it. Yeah, and it's that was all good. around. A much better it's very watch good. Yeah. you guys should look it very up on good. youtube so. um so anyway so she reports to obi-wan that she couldn't cut off vader's offspring that's a weird way to put it but anyway um and as such failed her dead friends obi-wan doesn't see it that way insisting she honored them and has given them peace when reva asks if she has become darth vader obi-wan says no that she has chosen not to be and who she is is now entirely up to her Reva places her Inquisitor lightsaber in the sand, and Obi-Wan declares them both free. You know, fast forward about 30 years, there's going to be so many lightsabers just randomly strewn throughout the, the buried sands of Tatooine, you know? There's so many buried lightsabers <laughs> out like, there. You know, it's Regina yeah. Reeves is just like, my collection! <laughs> <laughs> Did I send you that video? Yeah, I was sending yeah, you lots did. of videos he here, apparently. The one with... <laughs> that was pretty good. Where instead of Qui-Gon, it's General Grievous that's waiting for him at the end <laughs> as a Force yeah. ghost. Yeah, it's just so good. It's good stuff. So, so General Kenobi. I, it, if we have to have the Reva character, I do think that, yeah, this scene did help kind of redeem her a little bit. But the point is, is that her character was wholly unnecessary, in my opinion. And the fact is, is that even if they did want to have the story i mean because sure sure a youngling from the temple growing up to be an inquisitor who wants revenge on vader like that is kind of a cool storyline but the point is they didn't do enough with that and three quarters of the show you're like look at this horrible acting person whose character is annoying and, and and it doesn't make any sense and now at the very last 
two, maybe three, but I think more like two episodes of the show, finally we understand her motivations, and uh, and it kind of kind of ties into it. And 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 I don't want to get ahead of myself because that's what I was going to say at the end. But this is a, a reoccurring stinking formula with every time with 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 a Disney Plus show is that three quarters of a show it's usually not good like yeah. usually the th- first half to three quarters of a Disney Plus show is not good and then all of a sudden magically in the past in the last couple episodes they tie everything together and it's so amazing it's so awesome it's the best television you've ever seen in your life and you're like this is a terrible formula because you're ostracizing enjoyment essentially of, of half the characters or half the storyline through most of the show when you could have spread this out and introduced it more slowly rather than just jarring all of a sudden and it's so good. But anyway. Yeah. No, I have I have a, a kind of a a big like final closing statement on yeah. on, on my feelings about Obi Wan that all that all okay. touch on once we, we wrap up everything. We're, we're getting close here. We're getting close here. So uh, on Mustafar, Vader speaks to Darth Sidious through a hologram. So awesome to see yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Darth Sidious here. Love, yeah. love getting old palps back. Old palpy teen. Um, I mean, I think, again, not having Palpatine show up in this would have been a missed opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ian McDermott, awesome as always. Mm. And, and it just makes sense to, for us to get a little a glimpse of him. But also has important meaning, to, in my opinion. I'll give you... give my thoughts on that here yeah. when we finish reading this so he speaks to him through a hologram sidious notes that lord vader seems agitated and wonders if if thoughts of his old master have left him weakened vader insists that kenobi now means nothing and he only serves his new master cue the imperial march as vader sits on his lonely throne so also good to get some familiar star wars music finally yeah, finally <laughs> um it yeah. took uh the entire um so, so let me pause for like two seconds and to go in line with this, but it's like an offshoot. I, once the Mandalorian came through, right? It, once the Mandalorian came through, they had this new style of music that was indicative to Mandalorian and it mm-hmm. fit. It made sense because Mandalorian was completely different than anything we've ever known or watched in Star Wars. But ever since then, every show that they come out with is all of a sudden they want to do that with everything. There's like unique music that's not inherently star warsy with every show it's like but this does not make sense this is not the show to do it in mandalorian totally makes sense because it's something so different right boba fett to even some degree i feel i still, mm-hmm. still feel like we could have got some stuff more but but it's it's but these are established characters in the established um saga who has their own themes who has their own things i, I just there think- was music to use for these characters yes. and it would make perfect sense yeah anyway. no you're dead you are 100 percent dead on correct <laughs> and that is why again the, the choices made in this series are just so weird so, so weird. weird yeah just so weird anyway but yeah uh so was that all you had on that on well, that scene um, so let scene, me yes. okay so let me touch on this real quick um, i i really so besides the fact that i'm just glad Palpatine was in this and everything. There's actually something more about this that I think is very important and, and important for canon. And that is that, so we know Kenobi or Vader knows Kenobi's still out there, right? Mm-hmm. And so naturally you would expect that Vader wants to, wants revenge still and wants to hunt down Obi-Wan. And he does. Mm-hmm. But what I think is important here and, and, and helps us understand why there was not another confrontation is because mm-hmm. Palpatine doesn't want vader to go after kenobi right he wants him to focus on his what he wants because even even if it's hatred it's still a connection you know what i'm saying yeah, with yeah, his yeah, old yeah, master. yeah yeah and so that actually fuels 
what he wants from from Vader. Right, right. And so, um, you know, Palpatine in his classic, you know, manipulation, you know, ha- basically tells him, you know, your feelings for your old masters left you weak. If your past cannot be overcome, which then immediately Vader lying, but he says, Kenobi means nothing. I serve only you, my master. And, and of course, that kind of solidifies that, that Palpatine successfully manipulated him in this to, well, surely you're not going to go and focus on Kenobi when you got all these other things that right. I need you to do. Right. And, and so it kind of just, and for, for me, I appreciated that moment because it helps to understand why Vader wasn't out there for another round against exactly. Kenobi. Exactly. Yeah. Because now he means nothing to Palpatine you know? kind of, yeah, and he had to prove that to, to mm-hmm. Palpatine, right? Even though we all know that's not true. <laughs> right. But, yeah. So we return to Alderaan. Leia dresses herself with one modification, Tala's holster. Both Queen Brea and Bail are gone up. Which I did think it was adorable. That she, yeah. She's like puts on her little outfit and then at the end she grabs the, the holster. holster and she comes good. out with the holster on. Exactly. Yeah, stuff. yeah Queen Brea and Bail Argana love the new look. And Leia has ready or is ready to become a leader with a few changes, of course. Um, all three are greeted by, basically, I will basically to give it more suspense, a, a ship comes down and they think it's a delegation or one and, of her cousins. And in this and, moment we see Leia since coming back has decided she does want to be a part of these things. Mm-hmm. She does want to, which is, is neat to see that, uh, Obi-Wan is a re- is, is a big part of why she chooses. She, she wants yeah. to be a part of this, this stuff. She yeah. sees the importance of it. Yeah, so exactly. So they think it's a delegation. They think it's somebody and the bail's like, no, nah, not quite. So the door lifts down and we see that beautiful man himself, they're greeted by an arriving Obi-Wan Kenobi who offers his help to the Organas should they ever need it again. And there's a sweet little, yeah. of course, moment uh, between them. Very sweet. Where, do you have it? What there's it some says? more stuff, yeah. Okay. It says he also comes clean to Leia about not knowing her parents. Pr- quote, Princess Leia Organa, you are wise, discerning, and kind-hearted. These are qualities that come from your mother, he tells her. But you're also passionate and fearless, forthright. These are gifts from your father. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Both are exceptional so people who bore an exceptional daughter. <laughs> so, so, good. Good. so good. Just gave me chills right I know. Now. I'm just like, oh wow. That was that I was love a, it. that I love was it. emotional. <laughs> it's like I was when it when the series first started, I was a little like, I don't know. I don't know if I like this about Leia, but I'm mm-hmm. all in on the Leia. I'm all it in on it was good. on Leia being a part of this. Um and and the fact that Obi Wan really was played such an important role in yeah. in bringing Leia into what she what we know her to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Because I think he had a lot of influence on her in this in in really these what couple of days, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's not even that much. Yeah, not very long. Yeah. Um and so I, I really like that. And and also interesting to note, Kenobi left Tatooine, right? Mm-hmm. He left That's he true. left Tatooine here. Yeah. Um to go back here and I think what it shows, I think it shows Kenobi learning that I can't just always be there for Luke, right, right? Yeah. I can't yeah. be there 24 seven. Mm-hmm. And, and he realizes, you know, and, and we get this in the next scene where I'll just go ahead and say it, where he tells, um, Owen, you know, he's yours to watch now. Like yeah. this is, yeah. this is for you guys to do. And we know he goes and packs up his cave. Yeah. And, um, because 
he has a house yeah or a little like a little, <laughs> little hut <laughs> little hut yeah come a new a new hope yeah and so he's that tells me he's moving further away from them as well because mm-hmm. we don't really know the distance but I, I would assume that cave he was in must have been very close, right, to to where Luke was. Probably why he chose a cave. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and now he's actually going to go and, and settle down somewhere. Still on Tatooine, of course. Right, but, right. But I think... Not as held down. I think that moment and the fact that we see him go to, to Alderaan and, and, and talk with Leia, I think what that tells me is they're opening the door for Obi-Wan to appear in other things because he'll be willing to leave Tatooine. Right. So I think that's where, you know, uh, appearances and things such Mm. as the second season of Andor and things Mm -hmm. aren't, aren't too crazy to consider. I think he now realizes the importance of fighting the, the empire. He, he has seen the, the beginnings of a rebellion. He's seen the, the path he's seen Mm -hmm. of people out there fighting and, knowing Kenobi now, especially now that he has his uh, mojo back, <laughs> right. he's not gonna be able to just sit by and, and, right. and he's gonna, he's gonna fight in the ways that he can. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think in this, these last years before a new hope, I think there was a much more active Kenobi that we don't, didn't necessarily sure. know about. Yeah. But I think that's what this, the end of the show is implying is that mm-hmm. Kenobi maybe didn't just sit on Tatooine for the last mm-hmm. uh, nine or wait, uh, last uh, yeah nine years after this right but maybe he's yeah. a little more active in the in things yeah so so, <clears throat> so like I said we, we we see him talk to Owen and basically like relinquishes some of this this overbearing need for protection that he had and says hey, I'm gonna back off a little bit you guys clearly can handle yourselves a little bit and basically you know I'll be here but but I think you guys can handle it and as he's walking away Owen says uh, hey would you would you like to meet him? Yeah, and I was like, yes. <laughs> so he grabs that little ship that he bought yes. him, for the, uh, yes. the little replica toy that he bought him at the very beginning of the series, and he walks up to him. And as he's about to hand it to him, he looks down to him, and Luke looks up and just, yeah. hello there. Hello there. <laughs> oh, so good. That is so it's good. So good. Go. So, <laughs> so so good. So so good. So so we, oh, we, I loved it. We, we, okay, we, I loved we, it. We could talk forever about this. So. Of course, the first time we hear him say this, this iconic line is to Luke, and it's, it's so good. So, and now knowing it's also his first words to Luke, exactly, so good. Yeah. So, good. <laughs> so we 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 go so it clips to the next scene, one of the final scenes, and um, uh, so like I said, up to this point, we we just keep seeing Obi Wan, keep seeing Obi Wan, keeps like, talk about uh, you know. Uh, master, are you there? Master mm-hmm. this, master that, and it's like I at this point, I'm like, I cannot believe we're not yeah. gonna see. I do want to throw one thing in last thing before we get into Qui Gon. Um, going back, jumping back to Leia real quick, I did want to mention this mm-hmm. that the one last thing I want to mention with Leia that I think I really appreciate now that before I didn't appreciate as much is the fact that she does name her son Ben. She yeah, names, yeah. She names her son after Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi. Yeah, and we always assumed that, but now it just has so much more meaning to it. And it's that like she named her son because it's like, yeah, we. I mean, she knew him, but it almost she knew felt like him, but it was like her brother had a more yeah her brother stronger, relationship. stronger relationship. And it's like, but now not really. <laughs> yeah, so that has so much more meaning now. So that she good. named her son. Ben, so good. So. 
Um, so yeah, so like I said, after returning to Tatooine, Obi-Wan is wearing his old Jedi robes, blah, blah, blah. Okay, shortly after uh, his interaction with Owen and Luke and meeting him, shortly after, Obi-Wan rides through the desert and then at the very last sees his old master, Qui-Gon Jinn, as a force ghost. And he was starting to think his old master would never come. And he says, you know, where have you been? I've been calling out to you, etc., etc." And then Qui-Gon simply says, I've always been here, Obi-Wan. You're just, you were just not ready to see me. Um, but uh, it's just so good. It was so good. Uh, and to see Liam Neeson, it's not some old clip. Like, it's actually him. <laughs> yeah, because well, cause Qui-Gon's first word, uh, well, it took you long enough, yeah, that's right? True. That's what, yeah, that's what yeah, he yeah. tells Obi-Wan. <laughs> well, it took you long enough. <laughs> that's so good. And that's, like, exactly what Qui-Gon would say. It, yeah, it's just exactly yeah. the interaction. And so... Uh, yeah, and he's like, I was always here. You were just not ready to see. And he's like, come on, we got a ways to go. And it shows them walking off where mm-hmm. Obi-Wan will finally begin his training with Qui-Gon. Yeah. Um, now, well, I admit I was a little disappointed here because I did want to see I, – I would love to see some more communication between the two exactly. of them, right? Yeah. And, you know, uh, some of the thoughts that Qui-Gon had and with things, and, 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 and they didn't give that to us. Um However, I think they're, you know, this does some, this does, they, a lot of this they've left here at the end as a tease that they could utilize in a second season. Mm-hmm. So you could see some more of them in a second right. season. Again, I hope, I really don't really know if I want that, but, um, but they could utilize that. However, I will say if, if you're interested in, in a, um, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Qui-Gon, Force Ghost, discussion there is a canon uh short story about this exact thing mm. um where it's actually right before a new hope and and they're talking and and you, and you get some of those kind of interactions so it might be kind of a, a cool piece to to go and yeah, read yeah for sure after this and that's actually in the 40th anniversary of a new hope the, the oh, yeah, beyond yeah, a certain yeah. point of view um in that i think it's maybe the very last story in there um, it's, I think it's called Master and Apprentice, just like the the mm. Claudia Gray book. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But in that short story, it's it's a, it's some some neat interactions between the two. So that might be something worth checking out if you're yeah, wanting more sure. of that kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> so I I I was a little disappointed that we got such little of Qui Gon, but mm. but I at the same time I get it. Um, since they since they brought him in at the very end, you couldn't really go into a big whole thing there because it right. just wouldn't have made sense. Um. So, so I'm just going to kind of just throw it all out here. With Kenobi, after finishing the series, I'm pretty certain that this should have been a movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could definitely see that. That's. I think that's where I stand at this point. I've thought about it. I've had time to kind of process the whole thing. And I think this should have been a movie mm-hmm. originally this was going to be a movie right and, the, yeah. and and we know there's been script yeah. changes and things since then and 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 a lot of a lot of stuff has changed since they originally started uh creating this but um i think when you trim the fat or at least what i consider to be the fat of the show mm-hmm. um i think it could have fit into a movie um and and would have been better for it and I, I, again, I, I don't have 
necessarily a, a big problem with this show. I just think there's a lot of weird decisions. There's a lot of I think wasted time. A lot of wasted time. You know. um, a lot of things that I think could have been cut out. You have Kenobi who who doesn't really become who we expect him to be till mm-hmm. literally the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, could we have seen a, a beaten down Kenobi? Absolutely. But should have taken it five episodes to do so (laughs) no and that's why i think it would have been better in a movie show him beaten beaten down whatever but then bring back that hope much quicker much quicker Um, yeah and then and then you know have a little bit of a in, in the second act have a little bit of that inquisitor stuff if you want but then get straight into business with the with the um so basically it'll be like first act tatooine second act in inquisitorious mm-hmm. third act the the battle with with vader and and um and kenobi and, right and i think as a movie it would have just been a lot better actually oh i, I now, agree and i think i think i think if we got a movie i would have complained probably thinking like oh man i wish we got a show because we got more content but as as we've seen as we think and see with this formula Honestly, they got just too much yeah, junk in there. And, the, and that's the thing. Yes, I'm with you. I probably would have said the same thing. Oh, man, I wish we would have got a Kenobi series. We would have had more. But when, but we got more, and there's a lot of stuff in the series I don't want to see again. Right. Yeah. I as, much as, I, as much as I <laughs> love the, the last a lot of the last episode and, and bits and pieces of the series, honestly, I, there's a lot of it I really don't want to go back and rewatch. And and, uh, and and that's not really unfortunate to, to feel that way. Um, but again, I think a lot of it could have been fixed had it been a movie. Yeah. And as much as yeah. I want to say, oh, I want 15 seasons of Obi-Wan Kenobi, <laughs> I, right. I just thinking like overall, what does this character need? And I think a movie would have made way more sense. I, I agree. That's a, that's a point that I didn't think about until you said it, but now it makes perfect sense. And I, I totally agree with that because again, a lot of my complaints are, are, are two, two, two categories. A, like you said, there's a lot of fat, there's a lot of garbage, there's a lot of junk in there that should not have been there, which would have been cut out with a movie. And B, there was a lot of dumb direction, writing production mistakes in my opinion that were stupid and in a movie there would have been a greater budget overall right um or even even the same amount of budget it would have just been focused into one movie rather than an entire series yeah. and i think that w- with a movie as well it would have gotten more scrutiny on mm-hmm. some of those st- stupid little things the you know like the chase scene or whatever that would have not have happened because they you know when it you know with a movie it's just it's more serious it's more Official. I don't know what the word would be. Yeah, and I know Solo scared them with like theaters and stuff. But I'm telling you, Obi Wan Kenobi, a movie of Obi Wan Kenobi would have done great. It would have it would have done well in theaters. I have no doubt. And that's not just because he's my favorite character. I mean, the the viewing numbers, everything. Uh, clearly a lot of people that, <laughs> you um, know that you know he is a a loved character and people wanted wanted to see him back. Um, and so I and I think a movie format. Now you could say, well, if they would have just had a different team over this a series would have been better and that's possible mm-hmm. i mean i don't know and we'll never know it was this this was the team that that was was given it to do and this is what we got um and with what we got and with that team i think a movie would have been better yeah i agree um, so i'm gonna throw out the the, the tough question for you hmm. are you ready for it i'm ready in your star wars ranking 
Where does Obi-Wan Kenobi fit? Gosh. Like, of, out of everything? Out of everything. Out of everything. Uh, remember how he ranked everything that one time? Yeah, I don't remember. Do you have, do you have that saved anywhere? I remember, I didn't have it written down. You I should have. You didn't have it written down? What is wrong with you? I don't know. I think I have mine written down. Hold on, let me see. Hmm. Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? I told you I was I was giving you a, a toughie. So to me it beats out anything sequ- uh, uh sequel trilogy. I'll say that right off the bat. Agreed. Um I don't know that it beats out everything in prequel trilogy. Or original. I would say there's a couple things in, in both of those that beats it out. Um, such as Empire, Revenge of the Sith. I hmm. I do think that Return of the Jedi probably beats it. No. Maybe I didn't save mine either. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I do like it better than Rebels, although I loved Rebels. I do. I don't know. Do I want to say I like it better than Clone Wars? Well, what's your number? What's your number one? Your number one is Empire, right? Yeah, number one is Empire. What's two? Revenge of the Sith. Okay, I think that. I think that was both of ours. Yeah, I I think three was a New Hope for me. Mm, yeah, I don't remember what mine was. Like I said, I can barely remember. As you can tell earlier in this podcast, I forgot I was saying mid-sentence, so um, I don't think I remember what we did several... Uh, <laughs> well, I wish I still had that. Yeah, I, I know. Um, um, that would help, but I think for me... Um, I say, Okay, so if we're looking at top to bottom, right? Top being number one, bottom being whatever worst is, right? Mm-hmm. I would say it is seated above the middle. You know what I'm saying? Like it's in the three three well, quarters. Well, let me ask you this: height. Do you think it's better than? Would you rate it higher than the the Mandalorian seasons? That's a hard question because well, production it's kind wise, of a, it's, it's see, and that's where I was going to say it's it's a battle of of nostalgia, nostalgia versus characters, blah blah like, blah, versus yeah. like production wise. Production it definitely is not as good as Mandalorian, especially not season two, but even both of them. I'd say both of them. Um, in terms of the story, I still, I might have to go with the Mandalorian seasons. I think they're better. I, I prefer the characters, obviously, of Kenobi, and I want to see more of that. But I think in terms of the story and production, I do think the Mandalorian probably beats it out. But I don't know. Isn't it crazy that you're saying Isn't that it, right it, now? No, it's not crazy. It's sad. That's what it it's is. Sad, yeah. It's sad. That's what it is. <laughs> but see, so that's kind of... so. Uh, yeah. I, w- I, I when I was thinking about it, I think I would have to put, I think I would I would maybe put it in between the Mandalorian seasons. Okay, yeah, okay. Actually, like Mandalorian season two is better. Season two would be, but would maybe be season above one it. not as much. Yeah, yeah, I could see All that. Right. Could and see and that. again, a lot of that comes to nostalgia. The characters, I love Kenobi. I love seeing Hayden right. as Darth Vader. A lot of that right. pushes it up. Had those things not been in there, or had I no feelings towards those characters, and then also a kind of an independent factor. Uh, is is saber battles? We didn't get anything like well, other than dark saber, but yeah. but overall, yeah, like yeah. saber to saber, like actual masters of saber fighting. We never right. got that in those a lot of other things. So, getting that Kenobi was like yeah, 
that was really good. And that's what really pushes it up over a lot of things for me. If there wasn't like a, like a great saber battle, uh, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, the only redeeming quality for this whole series for me was the fact Hayden, Ewan, and saber battles. And that's it. Yeah, so I let's... Mean, so, let, so going... Let's, make, let's simplify it a little bit. Let's talk about just the Disney Plus series. Mm, okay. And, and kind of rank it in there. So we have... Better than Boba Mando, Fett. Mando, one, Mando season one, Mando season two, The Book of Boba Fett, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. That's far, that's it, right? Unless you want to include The Bad Batch, would technically be a Disney Plus series that... Or, well, the last season of Clone Wars also mm. is considered oh. a... A canon dis- and and when I say this, I'm talking about the canon stuff. Right? So not like the Lego movies and things. Yeah. But the things that came out that were officially part of Disney Plus. Not just I mean everything's on Disney Plus, but mm-hmm. So I think my number one would be Mandalorian season two. Yeah, it's mine. Yeah. Uh, so okay, I'll just say this. Mandalorian season two, number one. Second and third place, uh, Second and third place is either Clone Wars Season 7 or Kenobi. Uh, Mandalorian Season 1 is below them. Boba Fett is below them. Bad Batch is definitely below them. I like Bad Batch, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's my... I, I don't... Yeah. I, I just don't know what second is. I, I'm with you. I don't I'm, know I mean, that's Clone pretty Wars much or... kind of where I'm sitting. Yeah. It's, it is kind of... Um... Yeah, it's kind of hard to place... Uh, Clone Wars, and again, animation versus live action. That yeah, makes it tougher yeah, as yeah, well. Exactly. Like I really enjoyed the last season of Clone Wars, but it is hard to to compare it with with live action. Right. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I think we're kind of on the same pattern there. Let us know your thoughts though on that and what you're thinking. Um, uh, here we are at uh, guys. This is a this is this is special. This is encroaching this on is a, after a, a two, new record this is here. Two hour over two hours long. Yeah, I know I think, like ninety nine percent of people are not listening to this. <laughs> no, there's no way. No one is listening to this right uh, now. They, this is uh yeah. this is this is going out into the uh the um the You don't even the, know. What I don't you're even know. About. I don't even know. <laughs> I was gonna I was trying to come up with a word for like the the audio like the ether. Ether okay there I like that, the ether, the audio ether. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I'm losing my voice too, so maybe we, should and we just... have another podcast to do. So we're gonna wrap it up here. We're gonna wrap it up here, but um, let us know your thoughts. We do want to know your final thoughts on Kenobi. You can uh, comment on our Patreon. You can comment on our uh, Facebook post. Um, you can comment on. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, and you can leave your thoughts on Kenobi as well. In the in in that, um, we'll take it however we can get it. <laughs> leave it on our YouTube video of this podcast, whatever it is. Um, let us know your thoughts on the episode because we do want to know. Um, and also make sure to uh, subscribe to our Patreon if you hadn't yet. We have a new episode of of our uh, exclusive series that's going to be on there. And you do not want to miss that. We'll be talking about the Jurassic Park series. That is what is going to be our, our main topic. Oh. So you definitely want to hear our thoughts on the Jurassic Park series. And um, uh, make sure you subscribe uh, on everything, YouTube, 
Facebook. You can be our friend on there, on our Instagram. We're always posting silly memes, if nothing else, that you can go <laughs> and, and check out. But we love there's you guys some, so much. There's some good ones lately. There has been some good ones There's some real random winners. <laughs> but uh, we, we, we thank you guys so much for just being a part of this and, and sticking with us for this past over two years now. Um, two and a half years, actually. And so we're so thankful for that. So thankful for all of you that listen. Um, but, you know, stick around. There's more to come. And we're going to continue to review some really cool stuff as it, as it heads this way. In this later half of the year, we're getting Andor and we're getting potentially getting Mando Season 3. Uh, we're going to be getting um, uh, a couple of different animated series. We're getting the Phase 2 of the Higher Public. So much more to come this year. Oh, yeah. We're going to be covering all of it here, so make sure that you stick with us. But until next time, may the Force be with you, and we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal. We would-